I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. Welcome everybody to another episode of the value pack. Uh, I don't think any, oh wait, no, we do have, well, do we announce that right now, Frosty? The thing we're doing with, uh, with, uh, the thing me, you, Nayashi, and someone else were talking about the other day. Uh, do we go ahead and announce that or do we hold on to that? Yeah. So twitch.tv slash so frosty. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you mean, <laughs> oh, you mean the tournament? Yes. The, the tournaments, thing, the, plural. Yeah, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag because Frosty doesn't know how to be secretive. Yeah, we can announce uh, our vague plans. Our vague plans that we don't even have set yet. So, yeah, we, uh, we're we doing a tournament. It's going to be a regular thing we're doing. So it's essentially me, Frosty, Nayashi, and Yellow, who is a ninja. He's very focused on PvP, uh, Arena Varsha type stuff. And he really enjoys tournaments. And he contacted us three and asked us if we would be interesting or interested rather in doing a like regular tournament, basically. So once a month, either me and Frosty, Nayashi, or Yellow are going to be holding a tournament. So later on this month, Yellow is going to be having the first one, and that's going to be a three versus three tournament. Next month, it's going to be me and Frosty, and we're going to be holding a two versus two tournament. And then the month after that is going to be Nayashi, and he's going to be hosting a one versus one tournament. And no. we're basically just going to be. Huh? Wait, remember we changed the one versus one. Nayashi's going to be hosting, and he's it's just going to be a two hour stream of him trying to learn Mewa. Yeah, basically. I'm going to so, have a whole bunch of viewers come in, and they're all going to be proven how much better than they are. And then we have some very loose ideas about uh, if we want to tie this all together, but we just got to kind of see how it goes first. Uh, it's not going to be like a BSL thing. It's going to be very casual, no prizes or anything like that. It's just if you want a PvP, the option's there for you. Um, so yeah, 3v3 this month with yellow. Uh, I'll see if I can't find the sign up and I'll put that in the description below if you're interested in that uh, 3v3 that yellow is posting later this month. And then next month we have the 2v2 month after is the 1v1. And uh, I think we do have some extra tournaments kind of thrown in there. I know yellow was thinking about doing a, a, a separate tournament that would be its own thing. Nayashi wants to do the Corona Cup at some point that's going to be its own thing. And uh, me and Frosty might do our uh, 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 a specific value pack tournament as well, but it's just everything's kind of very loosely. It's just ideas right now, basically. But so if you're interested in PvP, if you're interested in tournaments, that sort of stuff, competition, uh, make sure to check that out. Three v three sign up link will be in the description, so you can go check that out if you have a team and you want to you want to fight other people. All right. Should we uh, should we ask the uh, people for uh, ideas on the name of the the quote unquote series? I guess because we uh, were running through some ideas. We Frosty mentioned how he liked uh, how Kr said, uh, "Show me the control," and uh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of partial to this name, but uh, you know, "Show me your wallet." I thought that would be a pretty good tournament. <laughs> it doesn't work if we're on trials, though. No, this would be none. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your 
well. If we did, if we were using regular characters, I would be a thousand percent down with "Show Me Your Wallet." But if we're using, it doesn't make sense if we're using. Do you think a cow would sponsor that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Think- All right, so uh, I think that's it for that. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested in that, be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. Uh, it's going to be a regular thing. Like I said, we're doing it every month. Someone is going to be hosting one every month: three v three, two v two, or one v one. So just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. I'll I'll try to remember. Hopefully, Nayashi and Frosty can remind me. We'll we'll try and let you guys know when that shit's kind of like coming up and when we're doing the next one and all that kind of stuff. Give you kind of like regular updates on it. So, all right. So uh, I think that was the only like announcement type thing. So our guest today. He has been on the podcast before. He is the guild leader of a uh, a very small guild, you know, the little tiny siege guild called Aftershock. Uh, Tim Allen, thanks for joining us today, sir. Hell yeah, brother. I'll drink to that. Okay. <laughs> Tie it just... too. Don't pop open your diet. Is that a LaCroix? Is that a LaCroix? It, it's a diet root beer. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> it might be a LaCroix. Okay. No, I ran out of those. <laughs> so have you been we haven't had you on and i think it's been like what eight months was the last time you were on eight nine months ago oh boy something, I, something like yeah, that i was in vertex the last time i was here um life's been crazy both inside and out of the game um and uh but aftershock has been uh actually a really wonderful thing in my life again inside and out of game so uh, i'm happy to be here I, a lot of stuff has happened a lot, lot to talk about so i'm excited all right we'll get we'll get into that i, I want to first address a uh a pressing issue i know i haven't mm-hmm. been following too closely i've only heard rumblings and and rumors and seen a couple random screenshots so i'm just wondering what is the deal since we have you and nayashi here what what is the close relationship that you and shaky bay have if you could elaborate on that <laughs> oh god we're starting with this yeah i think i think we should just start there you guys seem to have a, a good friendship up. Yeah, and I want to know just a little bit from your end what what's going on there, how it all began, and and yeah. Well, you want my side of the story, soup to nuts? Huh? Yeah, your objective side of the story. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so uh, Shaky and I have had kind of a weird relationship, top to bottom. He's he's kind of a hard guy to get along with in general. Um, I, I or by, our personalities clash might be the right way to put it. Um, but we've gone back and forth with helping each other, hating each other, helping each other, hating each other. And all those stories don't really matter. And so I guess he left BDO for a while. I don't really follow him too closely. And he starts coming back. And uh, he starts kind of poking at me a little bit. And um, I guess he was poking at the guild uh, at Aftershock specifically. I didn't realize he was making like arc videos of uh, each individual guild of him like sniping some kills during GVGs or whatever. And, you know, making the Shaky Bay style videos. And so I saw a clip from his stream one day or something and it was like aftershock needs to go back to xbox was like his chat cover (laughs) and like a a list of kills and i'm like all right little man you know whatever and then it turned into this like month-long arc of him base it this is my perspective right is him kind of like clawing and begging for us to give him attention for some reason and so he like he was doing he was 1v1ing soggy who is a uh, 261 297 uh gear score which that's a meme but uh he's a he's a well high skilled and well geared witch in our guild and uh you know he got this huge spike in viewership and and 
you know, he was complaining about, you know, oh, he used a whale pot or this or that or whatever. And it was kind of cringy for us as Aftershock to watch. And then he calls me like, I guess he wanted to have a voice call with me. And so on his stream, we're, we're chatting and I'm eating like a bag of chips or something. I'm not taking this seriously at all. I'm like talking with my mouth full. And he's like, 1v1 me, bro. You pink for pink slips. You know, for I'll, if you win, I'll give you my guild. And if you win, give me your guild. And I'm like, I, no, <laughs> what? I'm playing Witch. It's been like two or three months. I haven't even gotten into the battle arena. Number two, I just really don't fucking care. And so he just kind of, he's been like this annoying buzzing bee. He just won't fucking go away. And I'm kind of tired of it. And so then he comes out with a video. Or I come back to streaming after, you know, a bunch of really tough real life stuff that I, I really would rather skip. And I come back to streaming and I fail like 27 pen attempts or something. So that's that clip of me losing my mind, screaming. It's really more about getting frustration of real life out more than it was about the game. And uh, so he takes, it's like my third most popular clip. And then some, uh, I think a clip of me talking about how much he cares about Aftershock or something. It was, I didn't find it transformative. It wasn't edited and there was no... It, it just the hardest part of making a YouTube video is the intro. And so he just it was two minutes of my content. And I that's not right. So I didn't want to hurt his channel. I just wanted to shoot, uh, you know, take a warning shot at him. So I know I, I would get the copy strike. So I copy struck him and then it took about 24 hours. I got the email and about 50 minutes later. Um, I know you can redact it or retract it. And so I sent an email right away to retract it so his video would get back up and he wouldn't have any permanent damage to his uh, account and uh he went ape shit and I, like i get it right but like my what i thought he would do worst case scenario just like tenfold and so he like told me he was going to kill me every single day for 365 days you know he on his youtube channel it's aftershock's always going to be decked and the and the 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 score is always going to be positive it's just how it's going to be and so me and the boys really bit down on that. We hunted him and Biact on, on Arsha for weeks. And he just swapped, 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 swapped. And the, the war score has never been positive for Biact. And we've just had a, a really fun time, honestly, kind of turning you know, all of what he wanted out of this, all of his terms of victory, we completely turned on his head. And they, they're all specifically ways that he has lost this fight. I just wanted him to leave me the fuck alone. And he was, it was just getting worse and worse. So I did what I had to do to protect my content and to, you know, to protect my content, I guess. And then, uh, you know, he started to make a bunch of IRL comments about me and, you know, stuff like that, which I, I really don't appreciate. So just went in as hard as I could, but I kept it all in game. So. All right. And then uh, as a follow up, Nayashi, since you're officially. Uh, Shaky's legal defense. Uh, what say you about <laughs> about Tim's position? Shit, I don't think you want me as a legal defense. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think I know where at least the more recent uh, development, you know, developing uh, drama started from. Um, I don't necessarily have the clearest picture because I'm looking at it from my perspective, not Shaky's, obviously. Mm -hmm. so i can only comment on the more recent stuff i can't comment on anything in the past but so from my point of view how i seen how this all popped up um basically there was one particular day i was streaming and 
I was at Star's End. We we're on the beach. We ran into Kitna. Um, oh in, yeah, that's uh, aftershock. Yeah. Yeah. So we this was like right when Kuno Succession was first released, and you know we're everyone's still learning how to deal with the Succession kits. And Kitna was just outright fucking destroying us. Um, Kuno Succession was really strong right out the gate. Um, and the, the the mobility and whatnot that that kit carries is really strong. So it was def- definitely difficult to deal with. So me and Shaky were actually doing them one-on-one. Or him or her, I'm not sure. But um, and, Kitna's uh, a robot. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> But uh, no, no. So we were dueling Kitna one on one, and then another witch randomly came up. I think it was a witch or wizard. I think this was just a random though. And then shortly after, um, it was Soggy came up. Well, no, there was another one randomly. It was, it was, and then Soggy came up to kind of recruit that witch or something like that. I think it was what it was. But then Soggy joined in with Kitna, and then we decided to do some friendly two v twos. Then after that, the two v twos were going for a while. We were, um, it was friendly duels, whatever. And then for some reason, someone, Soggy said it was Shaky that mentioned some some trash talk. All I could say is from my point of view, what I've seen, I just seen for some reason Soggy was saying something, some sort of trash talk to me after he killed me, like kind of like a, you know, flex move kind of thing. And I don't know if it was the other way around or not. I just seen what I seen from my perspective. But um and after that it just turned from friendly duels into a more serious thing where then it was all just about trash talking each other and whatnot. And it got less and less about just, you know, enjoyment of the fights. And so uh after that, you know, the duels got subsided and whatnot, and later that day, or not that day, a couple days later, um with all the trash talk aside and whatnot that ended from there a couple days later, shaky posted a video, one of his typical montages um, that he does on the regular, just showing content things he's done throughout the week. And he was taking clips from various duels and uh, trials he was doing with people that were trying to join the guild. And as well as some of the fights from our session. Um, I don't remember exactly how many, fights it was it wasn't too many clips from it It was like three or four clips i think from fights from our particular scenario our situation and you know obviously showed some of the times where you know he was killing some people and whatnot um either soggy or kitna and it's just montages they just are what they are and from there i don't think he trash talked or anything like that in that particular video um Later, for some reason, Soggy felt the need to clip the hell out of my stream. All the uh, <laughs> all the particular uh, deaths and whatnot from our perspective. And then tried to make some flex video, I guess, to kind of shut Shaky down on trying to post montages or whatever. Um, but that's basically where it all kind of started off, I think. At least this particular, uh, you know series of drama and then from there it's just been like this one thing where you know like soggy going in clipping a shitload of uh uh clips from my stream um and then you know the the whole argument over content like whose content that is you shouldn't be doing that blah 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 me personally i 
I didn't really care. It's not like it really damaged me or anything, you know. Um, especially like uh, there was some argument trying to say like I'm dog shit or whatever, which I don't claim to be anything and just do my own thing. Just dole people a lot and people either respect it or they don't, whatever. So, but uh, that seems to be at least what I, it, from my perspective, what started all the recent drama. And then from there, it was just kind of like slowly rolls out of control. Um, <laughs> I, and I think from, to be fair, both perspectives, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, you know, it's just one thing after another, you know, one trying to one up another is all I'm really seeing it from my end. I basically, for the most part, stayed out of it because um, I don't really have any interest in it per se. But I look at it this way from my from my personal in-game experience. You know, in order to help motivate you, you, everyone needs a villain, so to speak. It doesn't matter if you were in the right or wrong. You just make a reason to have a villain, so to speak. Yeah. So that that's kind of how I look at it for for my in-game experience like oh aftershock all right we can go and go after them whatever that's fine with me I don't care the guild's a guild as long as they're red I'm going to go and try to fuck with them so and that's all it really is for me I think um, the one point I really want to get across here about like the the content side of things is I'm more than happy to consider sharing my clips and and the stuff that I do and I'm obviously very prideful of what i put on and I, I do put a lot of work into the show that i put on and it is a show right um yeah if if you just asked if shaky just asked would have avoided this whole thing i would have been totally cool with it it would have been fine but i just i think it's appropriate especially when you use so much for so long to just be like hey you know like fake uniform put a, a clip of my stream in his attempt to get into the map drama and, you know, it's just like 10 seconds or whatever. No problem. Like, you don't ask. I don't really want to talk to you. So just do it. Right. But like two minutes, like maybe worth just like sending a message. That's what I would do. Right. And that's how I'd like to be treated. And so I tried to make that point, but I guess I had to make it. I, You know, again, both sides went a little too far. So is there. Yeah, a, I mean, like I said, a, what, what I'm seeing from at least from my point of view, it just it started story. off as something friendly and just one wrong thing got said or whatever and then it just divulged from there is there going to be a black aftershock alliance for siege so <laughs> well if we ever get to the point where we're doing siege all right then that's then that can be a, a conversation of sorts but i don't know about that <laughs> i do right. and the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> all right well glad we got that out of the way so basically, if you want to clip Tim. Soggy, why were you stream sniping Tim? Actually, there was only one time I actually ran into Tim while I was watching his stream. And so I guess you could count that as a quote unquote stream snipe. Just because I was at Mansions and I happened to be on the right channel and I checked trees and Tim was actually doing trees. Uh, other than that, I actually just randomly ran into you guys, mostly because I know you guys are on Balanos 5 as your home channel typically. But. Leaked. At least that's how it was originally. What the and fuck? Like bro? the one at Stars End when you were on yeah, Success. Are you just gonna leak their channel on stream and podcast like that, bro? Oh my god. I mean, I mean This is why this is why you and your guild are such shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just explaining fucking hell. <laughs> but no, no, uh, there was actually only one time I just uh, purposely went out of my way to stream snipe Tim, and that was for the just the lulls. 
Bayak's home channel changes every 15 minutes. More Bayacked. or less. Bayak. <laughs> dude, we're all Quick, victims. Of, the we're all victims of the capitalized eye, dude. Oh my god. I'm in Gayxy, Reslar's in Sinfui. Oh, I'm not. What? You left Sinfui? I never joined Sinfui. It's oh. still on my alt. What are you in now? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to know. So <laughs> much leaking. So oh, much no, leaking. No, you're in Aftershock. <laughs> no, I'm in a weeb guild. What? Did we did we did we uh, snipe you during a life skill or something like that? Life skilling thing you were doing? That's what Soggy's uh, saying. I don't I don't think I've ever run into you while you're. No, the one time Shaky Bay stream sniped me, I was gathering meat. Oh. Uh, well, then why is Soggy asking me that shit? I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just ignore him. Nayashi, for the record, in case anyone is confused out there, Nayashi and Shaky Bay are not the same person. So, mm, you know, I'm pretty sure it's just two different personas. It's his Mewa personality and his Musa it's personality. His <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say Soggy's gear was earlier? He was joking. Uh, he's 269, 297. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, he, he, he openly admitted to me he was two ninety three forty plus. Oh, two sixty one. I'm sorry. He blew up a. He blew up his neck. He didn't. He was not that when we fought him. <laughs> yeah, he was two sixty nine when he fought you, and then he went for a uh, uh, Ted Ogre, nah. and it blew up. So he's back to a Tri Ogre. Nah, nah. I seen he was two ninety three forty. The math is not up in that scenario. You just paint. Oh, we need a. We need a. You know, that needs to be addressed. That's all. Let's yeah. not shit. Let's not make that what it wasn't. Well, now, now actually, you actually have the gear, dude. Maybe this time you won't get clapped. Um, well, I've been looking for Soggy, <laughs> but he keeps he keeps unplugging his Ethernet. I don't know what's going on. Oh no, oh, my God, <laughs> dude! I, I say we keep the drama rolling, dude. I think it's fun. It keeps it keeps things interesting in the game. Just you know, like like I said, it devolves into something a little bit more than what it should have. That's the only part that I think should not be. Yeah, well, the important part is that it remains in like good fun, right? Like, uh, I don't want to take sides or anything, but it you gotta you can't be like actually pissed off at people for just like shit talking or, or something like that, you know? Like, it's all gonna be <laughs> it's all gonna be in the spirit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with shit talking. It's just leave it in game. That's basically how I view it. Yeah. Like what Tim said about, uh, you know, bringing like, real life stuff into it and, you know, the whole, you know, content uh, being flagged and whatnot. Yeah, that's that's too far on all ends. All right. Yeah. Um, let's get out of the drama, move to something more neutral. The mappers and the exploits yeah. or non-exploits, however you want to call them. So, Tim, I believe you have some strong opinions on this so i want to i want to hear your point of view on the whole mapping situation if you were a part of it if you watched it if you were for it against it hate it what you think should be done and then i think nashi reza and myself should uh share our opinions afterwards on what we think of everything vote early and vote often no um i think uh <laughs> I convinced Bassey that we had 918 scrolls. But, but, oh, uh, Jesus. But, <laughs> like, hey, is Aftershock getting into this? I'm like, hell yeah, brothers. Uh, we did seven <laughs> like two weeks ago or something uh, after Siege. 
And so, but we had like a, you know, we have returning players and stuff. We're Aftershock, we're a garbage uh, Siege Guild. So we take in new players all the time. Um, but more seriously, I think when you really look at this um, from an outside perspective, when you don't have a horse in the race, which I absolutely don't, um, it, it, an exploit is a PR spin in the wrong term. It is an abuse. And as more information comes out about this and I have more time to reflect about it, um, I really kind of think that ultimately Kakao Games, Pearl Abyss, whatever, has mismanaged um, how they do and handle abuses and potential exploits in general, like weight stacking has turned into, you know, something that's pretty close to, I mean, that it's like literally an accepted bug, right? Like they allow it to be a part of the game. The CTG with the horse whistle thing was a whole nother thing. Nobody got like banned or punished for that. But then the two workers, one node thing somehow got turned into a punishable thing where, you know, Blade made like 50 million extra silver or something. And he gets almost lost his account forever. Um, and then you've got all the, the inability to act on uh, speed hackers, uh, piloting, all that kind of stuff. And that, that comes down to uh, Pearl Abyss really not giving Cacao Games, in, in my opinion, and this is maybe a little bit less than speculative. I may know one or two things about the relationship there. They just don't have the tools. When you send in a clip of a speed hacker, they, they're not like, well, he's speed hacking. This account's banned or launch an investigation or whatever the case is. I think they have to um, make a really good case for every single person that they ban because they are customers. So um, there's this mentality of acceptance for you know, min-maxing, exploits, abuse, whatever terminology you want to use. And so when you conceptually think about what Black Rose did, um, not not a bad idea, right? Let's let's get some free accounts in here. Let's get some extra chests. Let's let's get some gains, right? That's probably the inception of the idea. the The level of which it was taken to is insane, right? A, a total yeah. abuse, just absolutely insane. And so when I saw what was going on, it was very obvious that that was not something anybody should partake in um and now you know people are trying to throw back on snake and and all that kind of stuff and i i think everybody has really kind of shit the bed cacao pearl abyss you know they need to manage and understand how their um, events are working and they've done a piss poor job of it previously anytime the game is free it's abused right in some way with shadowing and all that kind of stuff they got to get a handle on this stuff so I don't think it's a bad idea to make an example out of them a little bit, but then they have to they have to continue to show resistance and and get the tools to really ban or at least suspend these people for constant exploits, no matter what it is. And so this would not have blown up so much if it was not Snake versus uh, Black Rose. And so Snake is is doing you know putting all their streamers out there to view the whole thing and it's turned into this enormous thing that's all good and fine and i'm not going to sit here and go well, they've got piloters and avids earrings and all that stuff other people want to dig into that i don't know about that shit right that's whatever uh but 
for them to say that it had nothing to do with politics or anything like that is is egregious at best. So um, now it's kind of forced to be what happens. So it was all shown. Rotaz, Cacao Games goes, holy shit, we got to do something about this. They post that thing on the forums and they go, we're going we're gonna to do something, basically is what that said, right? That mm-hmm. forum post said that. And then yesterday they uh, adapted or they edited it and went, uh, yeah, mm, we're still trying, but uh, I don't I don't know how this is going to shake out. It's actually real complicated and we may have spoken too soon. Oh, so, Jesus. Right. So now, I mean, it just it couldn't be more convoluted or crazy or anything else. So I just I, I don't know how else to really I, I know I was super passionate about this on Wednesday. I couldn't wait to get some of this stuff out because just the way people were treating each other was deplorable. It was just absolutely deplorable. And I was very frustrated with that. Um, but now as this has kind of moved on and stuff, it, there's still a lot of that toxicity in the community. But, you know, nobody's handling this really well. <laughs> Nobody. So I, it, it's hard to really see through this because there's so many layers. It's so full of bullshit. And everybody's got such weird opinions about this stuff. And there's no good answer. There's just no good answer. All right. So from just your point of view, black and white, just try to be as crystal clear as possible. What, what do you think? should be the repercussions if there should be repercussions or do you think there Uh, even should be 30 day suspension and removal of the silver gained um do you think there should be i know when the same thing happened in korea they did the uh extra silver two times or three times taken out you're conflating a couple different things and the the events weren't the same they had well, some apparently this is this is unconfirmed but i i've heard from a couple different people that there was some massive easy leveling up alts event going on to where korea abused the actual shit out of it like super hard but no right. i don't think it should be like a two or three times penalty i think the 30 day thing should be enough right so i have a i'm not going to name his name but i have a friend who participated in the shadow arena um exploit where you basically would join up with the team quit immediately get your bundles right and he had they did the exact same thing so it's not really like directly related to the korean event it's just that that kind of seems to be a a punishment theme that they do so what they did is they took the amount of um either monetary amount of what he earned and then doubled it now he didn't earn that much. It was only like a few hundred mil or whatever, and then they doubled it. So they literally actually just started taking items from his inventory or deleting some of them. Um, mm. And it happened to him and his friend. So yeah, it's not too out of the ordinary. It's not like specific to the event. It seems to just be something they did. They did the same thing with the Serap exploit when the Central Market came out. So yeah, just not on that, but. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of people like I know there's this whole snake versus Black Rose narrative. But if we just set that aside, there's a lot of people that are not in snake and not in Black Rose that have pretty strong opinions on it as well. And I don't believe that all of them are influenced by snake. So I I do think part of it is just if you're let's say if you're in a small guild like Sinfui, because, you know, I, I keep hearing. Um, one of the things a lot of people are saying that did participate is like, well, you're just jealous. You didn't think of it because we kept it to ourselves. Otherwise, you would have done it too. But let's say you're in Sinfui with Reslar and Reslar's alt. I don't know how you could really participate in that because you kind of need a huge group of people to do it. It's not something everyone can do. 
And I think those people that have no relationship to Snake whatsoever are also upset. Do do you agree or? Uh, so I agree that people that are outside and in smaller guilds are upset. But I I think that Snake and the streamers that they have have completely controlled and have done an excellent job of controlling the narrative on this and using good words and kind of their PR machine to really damn Barcode and Black Rose for this in a, in a major way, where if there wasn't this type of uh, tension between these two guilds, I don't think it would have had this attention. The streamers wouldn't have been all over it, and they wouldn't, you know, exploit, 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 and and kind of these marketing terms a little bit. So I think that's a, a huge part of it. And that's now that opinion is basically everybody's. And if you're on the other side of it, right, if you're on the other side of it and trying to defend it at all, you uh, that's a very unpopular opinion now. You know, so it, it's kind of not allowing a, a more, a larger debate to happen because the message was so controlled from the start. If that makes sense. Okay. Rezar, how do you, how do you feel about it in general? Um... So I see where Tim's coming from, and I, I do agree to an extent. Like, you can say that it's not the the snake and black, uh, snake versus black rose thing causing the debate, but the thing is, is that a lot of the top streamers in BDO are like snake people, like Vert, right. Mac, right. Uh, <laughs> fucking Zethian, and like just them streaming the like chest event and like being like wow look at these pieces of shit like that is going to do a lot of influence on just the community at large honestly okay so i i do agree that a lot of it is just like the uh the snake versus black rose thing but at the same time like it's wrong and they need to be punished for it yeah i agree with that yeah, I mean, kind of like the same feel as uh, uh, Reslar there. I mean, yeah, I get the political side. You know, you do have a lot of the top streamers that are snake uh, individuals, and they can, you know, shift the narrative if there was a fine line. But I think this is just something that's so clear that it's not a fine line. This is... This is obviously not okay, um, what they did. And I, I just don't think political elements really have a play in this. I, I don't think it really matters. I think the community is pretty, um, you know, solidified on how they feel about it prior to Snake even, you know, showing it. All they did was just show them do it in action and, sh you know, talk about their disgust of it, which, yeah, that's, you know, Right, narrative, but at the same time, when you just see it, Snake isn't making them do anything. They're not spinning anything, from what I can tell. There's really nothing to spin for them. It's well, only not just spinning, but they're pushing. They're pushing. They're pushing. But right. yes, correct. They're pushing. Yeah, but I mean, but I, by, but that's not by, even... by just showing something. I mean, that's like that's like just exposing what's actually happening. I wouldn't call that really pushing. It's just like you know, like it's just it's, 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 a, it's a part yourself. of the but ask yourself, Nayashi, why are they pushing? No, that's fine. You you may be right, but it, it, again, like the thing is, like I I don't even know what the point of getting caught up on that is when 
the the fact of the matter is that there was something wrong going on and the other yeah, thing too, that's what i'm getting the at. other thing too why i feel like the pushing and and the snake versus black rose narrative is is kind of overblown is because uh screenshots of what people were getting from the chest were coming out way before black rose oh did yeah it. way yeah. before black rose did it and the conversation was already happening on like joe never fails stream potion shop stream before black rose and barcode had their big event before that was streamed live and it was already like hmm should we do this should we not do this this thing yeah. is going on i hear this person might have done it this person didn't like so on think, and so forth like, i think to add on to that is just people didn't really they were in disbelief on how bad it really was until Snake right. really showed and, it. and sure may, maybe uh snake's agenda is they hate black rose fine but that doesn't really change anything at, at least for me and like i i don't know if I don't think the narrative. I don't think people in terms thought. Of, in terms of the exploiters, no, it changes nothing. Right. I, I'm just saying. I don't think people thought it was okay, and then they saw Huntler's stream and were like, "Wait a minute, it's not okay." Huntler's right. You yeah, know what and I mean? that's that's because, all. That's all I was basically getting. I mean, at. It was like if there was a fine line, I could see that. But. There are people in Black Rose that did not participate. You know, so right. Yeah. So the the point I'm just trying to make or get out there is how convoluted and insane this is, right? Yeah. Because okay. Black Rose and Barco did it in such a, a. I mean, this is such a weird. Normally, it's like you know, if you're willing to have sex for money, you're a prostitute, right? So you go up to your friend, you go, "Hey, if I gave you a million dollars, would you would you sleep with this person?" Yes. Okay. Well, you're a prostitute, right? And so if you're willing to do something, then you are something, right? But this is an event and a and a a thing where like quantity is like one of the biggest parts of it. Instead of just like, hey, if you do this a little bit, is it okay? Yeah, people probably won't really have a, you know, hey, I got a free account that I haven't really leveled up. Let's throw it in the guild and grab some extra chests. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Mm. But it's to the sheer degree that they did it. And that's what yeah. trips me up is that is that, that just doesn't work with the way my brain works i want to just go if you do it you're wrong if you don't you're not but it, it really is just so convoluted with the snake versus black rose the publisher's responsibility to manage things the relationship that this game has with exploiters in general uh, it's just the the streamer shit going back and forth it's just it's all of this stuff is just made this into just a yeah. clusterfuck yes. So yeah, I, I completely agree. Mess. Once I saw what was going on, right, and the snake guys are out there or whatever, it doesn't matter where killed they're from. Once I saw it, I was like, holy shit, this is bad, right? And so they, they definitely did a service by streaming it. But I just, again, to all the drama I've been living with because, you know, I, I have close proximity to Joe and he's definitely been kind of the poster boy of this. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a little close to this in, in a a way that I only I can be without actually being in the guild, right? So there's a, a little emotion there, and I just you know again all that stuff put together just makes us insane. Right. What yeah. were you gonna say, Russ? No, definitely. I was gonna say if you want to get off of the the black rose and and snake thing, like you said last week, Frosty, like there were there were more guilds doing this than snake and barcode, right? Mm -hmm. A lot. So and I. I bet you the reason why Cacao is kind of like half like walking back what they said is because they're like, fuck, where do we draw the line? Because that's got it. That's like a hard question to answer, really. Right. 
where do you draw the line? Like where show me the line and which people in which guilds were doing incorrectly and which guilds weren't. Like I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a really hard thing for them to find honestly. And I because think that quantity is part of the sin here. Like I was saying yeah. before, it's not just did you do it, it's how much did you do it and really I think makes you guilty. To me, to me, that's where the to tie it back into what we were talking about. That's where the snake versus black rose comes in. Because Snake went out of their way to stream like Black Rose doing it so that they would have avid proof so that they could say, look, Kakao, look at these guys. We know you can't do anything about anybody else, but here we are watching these kids clearly abusing this. We have all this evidence from people leaking stuff inside the guild and stuff. You have to do something about it. And I think that's where the politics comes into it. Because I really think that the whole the whole thing with Snake going out of their way, streaming, watching, like watching it happen and all that stuff, it wasn't to like raise awareness or anything like that. Like you said, people already knew about it, but it was purposefully so that they would have video evidence that they could send Kakao on Prolobus and say, These are the people that are cheating that just so happen to be in this guild that we don't like and have to compete with for like top guild or whatever right why did i think that's stop? where the politics comes into right first again I, I i don't i don't doubt the motivation they're not they're not friends but again like i mean even even then it it made it 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 made it exponentially bigger when it was being streamed but it was already being talked about by every guild on the server prior to those videos like it already was a thing you know in so I, I don't think that it was like 100% like, I don't know, it just feels like this weird, like, well, but Snake is just trying to do this, so we shouldn't appease Snake. And it's like, fine, that it may upset someone that this has a, an ancillary effect of like, Snake wins, right? In some weird way. But at the same time, it doesn't change the fact that the guilds that aren't Snake uh, also don't like that this took place. Right. If that so, makes sense. What I can't and and perspective is something I try to const I try to constantly put myself in other people's shoes, right? So let's let's go let's pick out Jackie Felix just as an example. Okay. He's in Black Rose, he streams, you know, he's well known, he puts out YouTube videos, etc. And so I you hear this thing, you're gonna make some silver, like Joe says, Hey, I've been gone, you know, come make a couple billion silver. There's this event, we got we figured this out, come join. And he goes, All right, cool. So Jackie Felix does it, he goes out there, there's Thousands of people, like ostensibly 10,000, a couple 10,000 people see this, right? So there was what, three, four, five thousand concurrent with all the streamers that were streaming it. Right. And mm -hmm. so they do it for hours. If I was in that position, I'd go there, I'd see what was happening and be like, yo, this is, this is fucked. <laughs> I'm out. This is not right. right. So I can't understand why those people stayed there. I don't understand why Jackie Felix yeah. stayed there. It just doesn't pass the test of logic. Right. So if you're dumb enough to sit there and stream it happening and you have no sense of, hey, this is really fucked, then I think you deserve <laughs> If you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. Was he specifically I would have walked up and walked away. No, was he wasn't streaming it, but he was there but like right. the whole time. So that, that's one of the other things, too, that I feel like is a little bit like uh, a red flag in the whole thing. Because I know there there's an argument to be made. Like, well, I just, they told me about this thing. It's a lot of money. I was going to go. I, I didn't think anything of it. And it's like, well, there were, I'm not going to call any specific names out, but there were at least seven or eight people that regularly streamed during that time that all had their streams off. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's and a little it's just like, fishy then. Yeah. 
I don't know. So I, I think everyone, I, I don't think claiming innocence is, I do think there's a people out there that probably are. I'm not even going to say in Black Rose or Barcode, but I can imagine in a smaller guild, like let's say, let's say, um, let's say my guild was doing it, right? And we're like, all right, we're trying to get people in. And then randomly some friend just gets invited. Like, hey, dude, like these guys are doing those chests. Remember the Asfaru chest? And you get there like, all right, I'll participate. Not even thinking about it. And then you realize like, wait, well, like 30 minutes in, how many do you guys have? Yeah. Like I could see like maybe there's people like that. But um, yeah, the people that were there at the Black Rose one are not those people um, yeah, at all. So, and the whole, you have to, there's a lot of steps you have to take, right? You have to, with with the murking and the vacationing and the making accounts yeah and there's a lot of steps it's not like you just stumbled upon your friends doing some chess so uh i don't know man it's it's damning I, and I, I don't think anyone should be permanently banned I, i'm not there at all i think seven day 30 day depending on the varying degrees of how bad it is i do think i agree with you guys points it's super difficult to say like what is the line if your guild did 30 chests is that too many? If you're guilded 15, is that too many? Is Do you need to do over 100 for it to be too many? That's really, really difficult and a tough spot for Cal PA to be in. But um, I don't know, man. People, I think uh, a lot of examples I keep hearing is like, well, Sea Monsters got away with this. Piloting, um, people that pilot get away with this. People that did uh, the wolves hunting got away with this. People that did the matchlock exploit on Sea Monster hunting got away with that. But the thing is, is like all of those things are compounded making this worse because all of those people got away with it and people are kind of tired of it. People are tired of people getting away with it. And I think that's making it even more intense or people being more like up in arms about it, especially because now it's so publicized. And it's like, dude, if you're going to let them get away with it now when it's not even hidden whatsoever, then I guess you're just allowing cheating and everyone should be able to do it. It does put them in a bind of sorts. What, what, what okay, is that? I, on, I agree with that. On, hold I agree on, with hold that. On. Okay. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Make your point. If, yeah. if they are going to do bans for this, which I think they should, then they also should start doing things about all the other things people do, like speed. That would be the argument. Yeah, 100%. That is the point I was making. But are they going to? You mean like retroactively go back? No, I mean going forward. No, oh, going forward. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I but are they going to? I, I have no idea. I don't even know if they're going to do bans for this. Because it's that's so like, hard dude, to get somebody banned in this game, man. That's what I was trying to say earlier. If they set if they set this precedent, they're kind of setting themselves up to have to do more work on this. And I don't know if if they have the tools to be able to do that. And so yeah. I think that that should really give them kind of some pause about how they react to this. And I think. Uh, putting that announcement out when he did, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty for sure. I think they had to say something and definitely stop the maps. But you know, it's kind of set him up for a much more complicated. And again, that's why I've brought all these different layers and facets up. Is that the more you dig into this, the just fucking crazier it is. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's there's some I'd like to mention though, because what you said, Tim, earlier is about. Um, you don't you don't know if cacao's gms and whatnot have the power to actually or the tools to deal with this and that that could very well be true i mean i don't know anything about their their whole um hierarchy so to speak but i would feel that cacao actually has authority over this because we are cacao's customers not pearl abyss's 
Mm-hmm. They're the publisher. So I would feel that in that instance, this would more this is more of a cacao cleanup issue, not a Pearl Abyss issue. Even though Pearl Abyss designed this this unfortunate loophole, so to speak, to be able to abuse this, I view this as more of cacao's customer related problems. Well, like not, that yeah, makes that sense. Is that is the way it should work. Yeah, that is the yeah, way exactly. it should work. Unfortunately, it, it, yeah. it just isn't. I mean, we know we know for we know for a fact too, that like, Pearl Abyss does not let Cacao handle things on their own. Like we know that. Well, but do we know for a fact that Pearl Abyss has their hands 100 percent in like fishbot bans and hacker bans? We don't know, do but you can that? you can bet your ass if Pearl Abyss had a problem with Cacao banning those people, those bans wouldn't happen. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm pretty so, sure that's cacao. What, that's what we can extrapolate stuff. is when they ban people, they have to have a serious, well-documented, infallible case, and it's probably a shitload of work. <laughs> the, the irony about probably. that, though, is that Pearl Abyss is way more strict when it comes to all this shit, and they seem way more uh, like trigger happy when it comes to bans on other servers that Pearl Abyss is actually publishing for. So it's right, like, but NAEU, NA especially, is their cash cow. Sure, would you, but... Would you say I mean, we that know that maybe, for a fact. But again, It seems that they so have then, a strained relationship. Yeah, they definitely have a strange... An estranged relationship. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah there you go. Even with that being said, then they should be even more active because, like, the thing is, is, like, when you when you ban... Or when you let people get away with cheating, it, it, it disincentivizes people from spending money on the game. Because it feels like eventually it's going to turn into Blade and Soul, where there's a line of 550 bots walking in a circle, in a grind spot, blatantly, and nothing's being done about it. Or I mean, goddamn, have you been in history? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> she ruins. Like that's what I mean. Like I, that is worse than like, well, we don't want to ban them because they spend money. It's like, okay, but you're kind of shooting yourselves in the foot, long term. Yeah, you're gonna prevent more money over time. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it's, I don't know that. I mean, Cacao probably is going to be slow as fuck. Like, I actually would be surprised if we know for sure if they've made a decision on anything in the next, like, two weeks. It'll probably take longer. Uh, it'll probably be a month or two before anything happens, I think, honestly. Every, if they don't, every if day they don't that goes answer, by, yeah. the less chance there is that right. there's an actual action. The The yeah. follow-up message, lost. I lost a lot of hope. I'm like... Uh oh. <laughs> uh, do you have that? I haven't seen that follow up message. Do you have the follow up message? Yeah, I haven't either. He edited the original post. I don't have original a link post. to it actively here. All right, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, that's got me a little worried too. It's like, I don't and know. It just means record. any event, any event, people are going to be trying to figure out ways to exploit the fuck out of it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they already do, but just for the record. Just to set the record straight in case anyone is confused in the stream or listening to this after uh, we're done recording. Everyone here is in agreement that these people should be punished for abusing this system. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody disagrees with this sentiment. So before you type your baby rage comment about how we're defending cheaters, everyone right. here is in agreement that something should be done about this. So... I do want to talk about, and I don't want to make these personal. I'm going to just mention names and the examples of what was said and to try to help make my point. But I do think there's uh, another element of some of the backlash and the rage is a little bit of the arrogance that has, um, like, the blatant arrogance of some of the people. So, for example, 
the Black Rose members that had their audio kind of recorded or whatever. When oh, that yeah. came out, when people heard that, it's just like, I, it, it just comes off as really bad. So when people hear that, and again, that might be an element of snake propaganda, whatever. But when you hear the that, the siege scene, Frosty. Yeah, when you hear stuff like, "Well, they can't ban us because the siege, or they shouldn't ban us because it'll affect the siege scene. The siege scene's dead without us." Like that sort of stuff makes yeah. people hate you and want you to get banned even more. And then you had uh, Joe made the claim, and I, I still don't know to this day if it's true or who he talked to that he got confirmation that from a GM or a CM or something that it's okay, that it's not an exploit in any way and that it's totally fine. So then you have like, now you have two sides. One, you have people that are like, well, you, you lied, you were wrong. And now I hate you more for it or whatever. Right. And then you also have the people that potentially were his friends or believed him that took a chance. Like, Oh, okay. They said, it's fine. My friend says it's okay. Now I did this and now everyone wants us banned. Like what the fuck? This sucks too. And then you have like, another side which is like potion shop who says that this <laughs> this was the attended intended use of the event from the get-go which i don't that argument's hard to stand that, by. yeah that's a hard one to make <laughs> so I, i'm kind of curious your guys thoughts on on those three things the recording kind of joe's initial stance i know tim you said you know joe a little bit so what is the deal there i i mean he's not lying that's i can tell you that for 100 percent fact right <laughs> he's he talked to somebody at PA um, and the messages that, I mean, he, he quotes the messages as he quotes on his stream, the response that he got from this guy, right? No, 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 it's, there's not going to be any bans. Right. So that, that is the response from the person he got. Right. And so this is kind of the, my point of view, you know, being close to Joe a little bit, but also like kind of playing this game for four years. Remember when Lakari came back to uh, siege in Valencia and like thousands of people watched him dead spinning on the ground because the desync and the lag was so bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then Kakao Games went, well, uh, like four days later, you're getting new servers. And, you know, it was an Oprah moment. Everybody gets new servers. Uh, so I think that's what this was, right? Even though it had happened in the past, it was a different set of circumstances where I guess they underestimated how insane some people would go after leveling characters up to 59 <laughs> to get these maps. Um, Fair. so maybe they didn't see it and so then it blows up right and all of a sudden pa is getting a ticket from cacao going oh what's happening here and now all of a sudden things are changing and i think that's why it's taking so long to get some sort of confirmation is mate i don't know the level or the title of the person joe talked to but if that is you know, if he's part of that decision-making process or whatever the case is, we can extrapolate that PA did not see a problem with this. And then Cacao comes to him and goes, D dude, look, look. And now they're going, ah, right. So saying that Joe intentionally misled or lied or anything like that, you just have to kind of take a bigger look at the picture of, of how this all played out to really understand that Joe was just so trying to help himself, his homies. I don't think he should have ever brought that up personally that he had this connection and, you know, talking about it and stuff. I wouldn't have done that, but that's, you know, he, he lives his best life and that's all well and dandy, but um, it, you know, exactly. It does have a lasting effect on, you know, the black Rose people. There's a lot of people that really look up to him as a, this paragon of information and he does the news thing and stuff. And so it's been a rough, it's been a rough week for Joe for a couple of his, you know, his parents are sick and stuff and it's, it's been a rough week for Joe. 
It's fair. Resnash. Would you um? Would you say, knowing that you've personally, uh, I, I'm assuming you're meaning you've personally seen the, uh, the actual uh, email with the PA <laughs> with the cacao guy, um, would you trust him for information further? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think you just have to be careful, right? I've had a connection with somebody at uh, PA or Cacao Games uh, that I got a lot of. I got a lot of good insight on how the companies work together and stuff like that. And I don't blatantly like come out with it, right? I I try to draw people to conclusions that I know to be at least as true as possible, right? Or just yeah. to provide a different perspective. I think coming out as this is it and being definitive because I have this information, this is it sets you up for the situation that Joe's in. Right. It's fair. It's fair. Um, I do want to talk about the, the second step in, in this whole thing with the maps that I think is kind of overlooked or people don't really think about because the maps is sort of enough, but one of the means for leveling, um, or of getting the map is leveling up a character and a lot of people leveled up a shy and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the, um, the challenge tab reward, but I was, I was told, and I'm not 100% sure on this, so I'm just telling you what I'm told, but there's only part one of two, that you still get a 500 million gold silver for getting to 58 on a shy. So that's part what? one. So, so, every, so potentially, if that's true, every one of these characters has 500 million silver. And then on top of that, this is during the same time that we have the Oasis gear that people can go buy, right? So they can go buy the Oasis gear and finish all the quests to get the free login boss gear for playing the game, which is equal to a billion silver. So now you have, let's just say, 200 separate accounts that have 1.5 billion silver each. At worst case, only 1 billion silver each, right? So the other thing is like all of these items that were made, uh, I was, I was watching the market because you, you would think like okay there's 200 people 200 people participated in this everyone at minimum got somewhere between five and ten of each of the gold accessories the accessory market had almost no change whatsoever and i think one of the things that's interesting is everyone could list it for a high price no one even has to minimum min price it because they can all just switch to these shies and buy all of the items that they got um or at least most of them and Shit. i i think that that makes it even worse you know and it's hard to tell who who's doing that who didn't do it who knew about it i don't think everyone knows that that's even an option there's probably people who didn't even level shies um but i yeah, didn't know that, that was a thing still yeah that's also kind of part of it and it, it's like a little bit of like market manipulation with the separate account and a billion 1.5 billion silver on 200 accounts can like make a difference or a dent in the market too um like for example when everyone got somewhere between 300 and 1,000 memory fragments, depending on your RNG or what you got, because you get five per chest. And that day, like you see like 20, 30,000 listed right after as the chest events like ending, and then the memory fragment market is completely sold out. Like all of them were bought. So it's just kind of interesting, like another element to it that I don't know if like, did you, if you guys even knew about it or thought about it or how that makes you feel personally. Uh, so that's pretty, uh... It's pretty rough. So Go it's ahead. really interesting, right? Because that's not against the rules of this game yeah. to have another account 
and to buy stuff off the marketplace. A couple of my friends have like the AFK train, a horse, they make a couple billion silver, and then they offload things that are hard to offload, you know, on the market to feed themselves silver. And it's been like well established that that's part of it. So this is kind of where I think um, <laughs> I, I like Potion Shop. I met him in 2018. Uh, he's a, he's an interesting character. And so I understand like Potion Shop's sense of of <laughs> his viewpoint on this. We'll say that where he goes, this is they have two events going on. If this is how you want to spend your time to make this money, you're more than welcome to do that because it is within how the uh, game operates and is set up from the publisher and developer. And then you can take all that money from the shy from a permanent event that they decided to leave in. And you can go buy those accessories for max price off the marketplace. Like I get where he's coming from, right? Cause we're, you asked about potion shop earlier, mm -hmm. but it's like, there's things that are technically legal. <laughs> and then there's things that like, like if some guy walks into your house and you got castle law and you just shoot him in the fucking head. Hey, what I did was legal, right? I thought he was going to hurt me or something like that. But really, it just murdered a guy, right? So then the the community, the you know, will start going, that's not ethical. This is wrong. We need change. And so that's what's happening. And I think that's where Potion Shop is. I don't know why he's fallen on this sword so or why he wants to get so involved in this. He's been an aftershock. We didn't, you know, participate in any of this, but you know, that's that's what he wants to do. God bless him. Um, I certainly don't. You know, I, I I rather be on that team that rather see change uh, and and hopefully improvement from this lesson. Well, hopefully it's a lesson. So, first of all, obviously, in this hypothetical situation you presented, this didn't happen in Texas, because if it did, then it would be totally OK. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh a viewer uh, gave me a link to the apparently this whole topic was on the Black Desert Online uh, news um, article. Let me see this. Huh? Yeah, uh, I didn't know this. Wait, read, read through that and then uh, Res make what, what were you saying or what were you about to say? Well, I was just going to bring up something as well. Another aspect to it that I, I know people are kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about because you're literally just shit talking people. but. The unfortunate fact is there are a lot of people out there that do not like Joe, and there are a lot of people out there that do not like Potion Shop for various reasons. Uh, and it's making it hard to, like, side or defend with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's no, that's, another, that's what that's, I was trying to bring up earlier, is, is the personalities and the stream personalities and the guild versus guild, and I probably didn't communicate that super well. But all of that just makes this so much more complicated. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's hard, man. It's like there are a lot of people. And again, it's like Post Shop. He's bringing it on himself, right? He is inserting himself into this situation seemingly needlessly. Yeah. And uh, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like, why do we care? I mean, I know he's a pretty big streamer, but who cares is it just because like people don't like him i don't know it's just weird it's just the unpopular opinion right everybody saw this thing the brazenness of the comms the the gvg the comms was crazy the comms were the crazy comms were bad. I, it was that was so did damning you, Tim, did you itself. did you see i think it was norelio his reaction to that no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, he fucking killed me. Let me see if I can find it so that you can watch it. I linked it. I think I linked it in our uh, group chat, right? Frosty and Ayashi? Uh, what, what, what was it? I don't the remember. Twitch clip of... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Right, should I play this on the recording? Uh, Yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, because it's pretty... I It fucking it killed me. Play it on stream too, Nayashi, so everyone can see what I'm referencing here. All right, one second. Dude, the the podcast is such good RNG for me, dude. I got two red shards that hour. That's crazy. It's been a very profitable discussion <laughs> for me. All right, let's have a look at this. I don't know if the volume is going to come through on the recording, but hopefully. Well, you know what's going to happen um, is Aftershock's going to streak on Valencia. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm like, I-, I was saying that yesterday in your stream. I was like, so uh, you prepared to sit on fucking Valencia for a month? <laughs> yeah. Currently only one fort built. I'm sitting on Valencia one right now, brother. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure if the audio came through, but we'll have the clip in. But basically, uh, someone says the siege scene's basically going to die without Black Rose in it. And then Norelio just comes in and goes, what's going to happen to the siege scene? And just starts laughing hysterically. It's like, you guys just trade territories. No one even fights. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, is that, I mean, is that, is that true, Tim? Is that true as a, as a siege GM? Is that true? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Dude. <laughs> I've been trying you know to chase you know down Legatum for months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what's even funnier about all this? This week, didn't they put in the patch to reduce the nodes by 30%? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so Dude, now- that kind of arrogance, though, man, is just leaves such a bad taste in people's mouths. It, it's just like... Oh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. And and like I don't want it, like, it's not Sasha's point of view, right? Like, so I want to make sure that's clear. It's just a random member in BR that says it, but it's just like you know, people hear it, hear that this BR guy says it, and you're just like, dude, come on, man. Like what first of all, when is the last time BR like legitimately had like a really interesting fight that the community was excited about or rallied around or like it it doesn't even I don't know. It's just crazy. When was the last time Vertex, old Vertex was alive? Yeah, I so think that's pretty it's, much it's just it. it's crazy, man. It, that's just such a bad, horrible thing to say. I mean, I assume yeah, they I didn't to know the... they were being recorded, but yeah, probably not. I talked to Sasha about that a little bit yesterday, where that was kind of what I used to really enjoy about Black Rose is you know their ability to really put something together. You know, they're kind of that last leg of that old Vertex man up you know insanity i mean that's when siege was actually awesome i mean it was stressful yeah, the drama it was so and everything. stressful i you know i was just aftershock right but we had the trap alliance so we were kind of a player and i'd wake up every morning and my my dms would be just lit right with liarlay trying to tell me he's going to kill my guild and kill my dog you know and all that kind of stuff <laughs> 
wait, 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 wait. Dude, Lyrelay's fucking threats were insane. He's like, you will never be able to play this game. I'll kill all of your friends, anybody you've ever met, like just any guild you even look at. I used to I used to meme. I mean, it, it was almost true. If you said Lyrelay in a DM to somebody else, he'd message you within hours asking why you brought his fucking name up. It was, I'm not exaggerating, it was goddamn weird. And so that level of stress, I do not miss. When uh, Aftershock 1.0 died, the f- I remember very well waking up the first morning to my phone not having 20 Discord messages on it. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's why I'm so resistant to getting back to doing Aftershock. But it, it's not like that at all anymore, right? There's, there's no big fights. It's people kind of handing castles off back and forth. We just need more guilds. We need more people willing to put it out there, be a leader, and just... Stop going from tier two, tier two, tier two, and go to siege. But with the Merc system, there's no. I'm going on a little bit of a soapbox here. Um, the Merc system. What, why be in a siege guild when you could just fuck around right. with all these guilds you possibly want, and then go into El Gilgo Bionicle, well, you know, also, on Saturday. There's another aspect of it as well, which is like a lot of people just don't like siege right now. Like a lot of people have a lot of issues with like not the guilds or the fights, but literally like the fighting in siege people don't like it right now i do wonder too almost conversely to the dude's point in the recording i i almost feel like people would be more excited about siege if those guilds were removed (laughs) i i know that sounds horrible to say and it's not like a slight (laughs) at them it's just like if people knew like wait black rose and barcode for sure are not going to be on any of these territories yeah, I mean, all the smaller guilds would definitely jump on the opportunity. Yeah, because even like, I know everyone thinks like, well, why don't you just get three or four guilds together and 3v1 Black Rose? And it's like, dude, running into a blender for 45 minutes, even if you guys do fun. take down Black Rose, is, is awful. Before, well, no, that, before, before we move too far forward, I do want to say one thing real quick. And this is probably an unpopular opinion, but... The last time Siege was fun was Lakari's Man Up versus Orca's Barcode. Don't at me. What the fuck? Shut up. Dude, that you're, shit you're an was idiot. so fun. There's been so much more fun in the Siege scene since then. Open your eyes. Turn your monitor on. Pay attention. <laughs> turn your monitor on? Jesus Christ. Hey, I, sa- I said it was going to be an unpopular opinion. No, man. it's not unpopular. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I know, man. I, I've never been on board with the whole siege used to be fun back in the day, and and I mean maybe like in these last few weeks it's been a little bit dull, but I I still think over the last year there's been a lot of moments where it's been pretty cool, um, and drama between different guilds. The vertex, uh, the vertex vexus drama was really cool, and their fights were fun, and like the drama back and forth there that led to node wars, yeah. and then it, there there's been some stuff. It's just. And then I also think back, like, every time we glorify the old days, I just am like, wait, Snake was on Dying for 44 weeks, and Man Up was on Valencia for 54, and yeah, that was fun, man. That was awesome times. Yeah. Really exciting siege scene. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a dull siege scene, but it's a sandbox, right? So the community got together and went, we're fucking done with this, right? So I said this on my stream a couple days ago, or yesterday, it's all blending together that this is a sandbox game. I, I think it was partner Discord. And if you choose to turn your sandbox into a cat box, that's on you. If Black Rose is bored with the siege scene, fucking do something about it. I get bored with the siege scene, and we fucking do something about it. 
I start a siege guild from scratch. I get in there. We cause drama and issues and problems, and we drop places just to get zerged out, just to give content, right? And so we're out here trying to make siege as much fun as humanly possible. And we do a pretty damn good job with it for just kind of being up and starting. What have we been sieging for three, four months, something like that? So I've had, I have, this is the most fun I've had sieging. Bar Dude, none. the only reason you guys are even allowed to place is because Hex is dead and they're not there to stop you, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, um, I'm sorry. Who? Dead is it? I'm sorry. Who? Damn. Hex. That's all right. They'll be back next week to die again. Yeah, they'll be. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. I think they're uh, permanently gone. Frosty. Oh well. I you use your nine lives, huh? I don't. Uh, I was gonna say something, but I'll talk to you after. No, that's fine. No, 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 because I'll I'll accidentally shit talk people I don't want to shit talk. So okay. I'll do it after the podcast. Sure, <laughs> right, you can apologize you later. <laughs> uh, all right. So mapping is bad, and it's ruining the seed scene. <laughs> That's the conclusion. <laughs> That's that is the conclusion. Uh... So what? Like, here's the thing. Here's what I'm curious about what you guys are going to think. And I know we've kind of touched on this here and there as we've talked about this topic, but what do you guys think is going to happen? Right. Tim, not, not what we think should happen, but what do we not think is actually should going happen. to happen? What, yes. What, if you had to put money down right now on what is going to happen regarding this whole situation, what is going to happen? Tim, go. I think a select couple of people are going to get a 30-day suspension. I think they're going to remove the money. If they can multiply it, then they will. Uh, I think a large amount of people will get a seven-day suspension, and most people will receive none. And the more time that goes by, the less... I, I think we may be outside the window of a 30-day ban already, but the more time that goes by, the harder it's going to be to get this passed through. Yeah, my my thought is a little bit similar to that. If I were if I'm Las Vegas and I'm setting the odds and I'm trying to make as much money as I can, my money is on literally nothing will happen. If I if I had to bet my life on it. If it was like what's oh. going to happen, something or nothing, I, I legit would lean towards probably nothing even though I strongly think something should happen. Um Yeah, I, if, I agree with that. I may just be being optimistic, right? Or yeah. my own vision. If somebody put a gun to my head, I'd probably go nothing too. Yeah, if something does happen, it'll probably be only a small portion of the people that participated, and it won't really be that bad. It'll be like a slap on the wrist to show, like, hey, see, this is wrong. All right, Rez, let me set this up for you. Life or death? Pick one. Yeah, he's going to kill you with a <laughs> diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I, I'm actually... I, I'm 100% with Frosty. I think that especially after uh like if they went back and edited their original statement like that to me is them already starting to walk back what their initial claim was now i have no doubt that obviously this isn't going to be a thing anymore they're not going to bring it back but uh i i honestly would be surprised if silver even got removed out of people's accounts and all honesty because i think that the more they look into it and the more they figure out how to enact justice, I think that they're going to be like, uh, we don't know how the fuck to do this. And so ultimately they're going to decide to do nothing because they feel they're going to be like, we don't know how to figure out who was the, the, the people that deserve seven day bans, who deserves 30 day bans. 
who deserves no bans, we can't figure that out. So we're just not going to do anything in order to save our, our skins and not wrongfully ban people. I, I think that's what's going to happen, in all honesty. Yeah. Nashi? Yeah, I mean, the meditating that post is going to make it uh, look more and more like they're basically going to be like, oh, yeah, nothing happened here. Here's a new event, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No max included. This time. No right, max next time. included. You, be- you boys better not do anything. You know, I yeah. Think also, uh, before, before we move on from this topic, I do have to complain just a little bit. Weird. You, the fucking ineptitude <laughs> of these two companies to figure out that this community, who has exploited every single thing possible for their own benefit, that they did not see this coming. Oh, yeah. the, like, seriously. Did they not learn anything from Shadow Arena? Did they not learn a thing from Shadow well, Arena? I mean, preach, dude, realistically, preach. they're going to probably make the map thing a, you know, standalone game. And that's going to be. You bank treasure chests. You can buy it through Steam. They wanted to see how popular it was. <laughs> Dude, I can see it, man. That'd be but, a fun like, game. Dude, see, I, like, dude, I just can't fathom it. Like, how? How did nobody say, hey, by the way, uh, every time we let there be free accounts, people exploit it, like, to the max. Maybe we don't, maybe, maybe, maybe we just think about this for, like, a second. A second. And think about how, if this is possible to abuse these events in conjuncture with one another. God's I mean, mouth, from your mouth to God's ears, dude. I'm just saying, if this, if they make this, you know, some sort of weird standalone game, the consistency is real. Anything that has been hacked or exploited, that's that's the direction they're going. They're just yeah. taking it out of the real game. You haven't played their yeah, digging, dude. their digging simulator, <laughs> digging simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't paid. It's a mobile the, app too, you know. Uh, you can buy shovels. You haven't played Shabby the game shovels, where you dude. pay someone else to play Black Desert Online. That's my favorite. Hey, that's BDO Mobile, dude. <laughs> BDO Mobile, yeah, is BDO mobile. Is. <laughs> the piloting simulator, dude. Is that the is that the PC way of calling that now? Is Panoi out of date? Should I not be saying Panoi yeah, anymore? Pilot, yeah, piloting. Say pilot, yeah. Uh, I'm Although probably going to keep saying Pinoy. For so. some reason, pilot- if you say it one more time, I have to leave. For some reason, <laughs> piloting reminds me of Dr. Positive because whenever he's casting BSL, he always describes like, oh, if it's piloted well. So I'm just thinking like Dr. Positive is literally grinding on all of these accounts. <laughs> Tim, Tim, if you really want to leave, man, you can go ahead. We already got our drama. I can put you in the title. We're good, man. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> later. Um, is this copy strike button again? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck, dude. That's crazy stuff, man. It's yeah, probably nothing will happen. That's 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 my guess. What do you think the reaction would be if there were, let's just say they took fifteen people that they felt like these people were the most egregious. They somehow could prove that these people participated in the maps. These people uh were arrogant about it. These people were had made a separate account these people tried to manipulate the market on that separate account like the whole nine yards they got proof that all of it happened and they banned like permanently banned 15 people not saying they should do this or will do this but what do you guys think the reaction would be in the community if if some people got permanently banned see you jackie I mean, felix <laughs> <laughs> uh buy time bomb and a moo you will be missed <laughs> um 
No, I mean, I, I think they have a solid defense. You know, Corona made me do it. So yeah, you, there you go. Corona made right, what, me do it. What about a Are positive? You? What about a positive punishment? Like, what if it's like, all right, we went through on these accounts. We don't know the best way to punish them. So what we're going to do, anyone who participated in 30 or more chests in the last, whatever, 28 days, um, will not benefit from this buff, but everyone else gets a hundred percent drop rate buff for three weeks. That no, the community <laughs> wouldn't be happy with that. Yeah, that's a thought. I mean, yeah. that's such I a mean, Rizzler idea. Maybe, maybe they could shit. give us yeah. maybe they could give us extra relics when we fish. So I I have a question for you guys. <laughs> Here's my question because as I've I, like as we've been talking about like the the hardest thing to do is how to dish out the punishment right how to figure out who's guilty and who's not guilty that sort of stuff would you guys think that it would be right if cacao and pa said well the one thing we know for sure is all the people all the family names that were caught like in the black rose like chess scheme they were definitely exploiting and those people are going to get banned do you think that that would be right and they name everyone Tarth well, them. I'm not saying you name everyone, but like they won't they, name it in US. They, they only they, do that in care because that's how they're that's how they do They things. they have video proof, right? Like we all know, like Black Rose wasn't the only guild doing well, it, right? But we do have video proof of all the people that were in Black Rose that were doing it. Right. Literally streamers watching them. So if Kakao said we can ban these people because we know for a fact that they were abusing it, well should they do it? I mean, the, the premise for me doesn't really make sense because it's like really all the video did is shed light on the issue. So it's like the people can prove to Cacao that this happened. You can't tell us it didn't happen. You need to do something about it. Cacao already can prove it without any video evidence. I mean, they can see where items are generated from and how many of them are generated and all that stuff. So it's not like... Um, no, so but you, I'm saying I'm saying in regards to where you draw the line on who was abusing and who wasn't. Right. Well, here, here's what if I'm you really say, if you on. say if you say Black Rose was the most egregious offenders, so the people that were caught in the Black Rose day of running chess on right. stream, we have their family names mm -hmm. because they were the most egregious offenders. We're going to use them as an example and ban them. I think people would be upset, and that would be stupid. I, I mean. I actually don't even, like, if I really think about it, people are probably going to get mad at me, but I, I don't even think it's that hard to find a line. You can just go prior to this, like, event, just go through, like, every server, find out, get numbers on, like, on average, how many chests did new guilds do that actually had, like, newer returning players. And it's probably somewhere between 4 and 30 chests over the course of a month, like, at most. So you literally just take that, Maybe double it for some cushion. Anyone who did more than sixty chests, you Disagree. were abusing. Period. I I agree with with uh, putting the punishment on specifically Black Rose and Barcode murking into You're each a other's snake guild. Fan boy. You're a snake fanboy. I am. <laughs> I I sub to all of them. Tier three. I love them. They're my favorite. Um. So <laughs> I think I think um because I think it was Dash the kid. You know, longtime friend and known rat, but longtime friend. Uh, <laughs> he was no, just like murking into guilds and like a couple of them had like you know tier 2 guilds or tier 1 guilds would have like a couple after node war and he'd be like oh bet I can stay for after these and so he ran like 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or something like that right but it was it was honest it was just like I'm here for these node wars and so I think the punishment is really going to have to kind of come through 
in the way of these guys were brazen. It was egregious because of the 99 people going on vacation and them coming right. into it, the amount that they farmed. If there's another guild that they can dig into and find that really did something to that effect, I think the heavy murking in, I think the running you know, 100 to 200 at a time, that whole plan brazen idea of it is what needs to be punished because, again, it's the quantity and the setup and the market manipulation, it's right. and it's just this perfect storm. And it's the stream, you know, the streams and the and the the stuff on there. So I don't think they're going to really be able to do anything outside of barcode Black Rose because it's and maybe that's part of the the pullback on this response is they go, holy shit, <laughs> you know, how do we qualify this? How do we quantify that? Well, there, there's at least one other guild that did over a hundred just the day before or two days before. So it's not. Do we know the name? I don't. I don't want to talk about it because I'm not 100. I don't want to say for sure which guild is because okay. I don't know which guild murked into which when they did it. Was it? Siege but it was guild not a no? siege guild. Not a siege guild. Oh, then who fucking cares? <laughs> really? <laughs> a dead guild. A dead guild. Yeah. So I. I think like those Jeez. ones two are probably not too hard to find. But I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. It's. I don't know. That's crazy. Camel. Uh, camel. It was Camel's GM, dude. How do you get that C20 gear? American Express black card. All right, should we move move on from uh, chests and maps? We got some guests. Yeah, questions. I think we, I think we uh, beat the dead horse. So we sometimes do a little guest a question segment, um, Tim, where we ask the people in the Discord to ask some questions directed uh, towards you, hopefully. And uh, oh, this be great. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and read these to you. And see if we can get some, uh, you know, some insight into your life. Um, so Star Chief just puts a dribbling face. <laughs> that was yeah. He he thinks I'm really attractive. Mm -hmm. uh, Tim Allen one three three seven wants to know why you're so shit. Oh, dude! I, how much time do we have? <laughs> uh, Q K Y U. I think this is the first real question. Says so, so I just want to say. Really proud of Timmy and what he's done with this round of Aftershock. Leading is kind of what he wants to do personality-wise, and being a member in other guilds didn't seem to be working. Erm, um, I gotta think of an actual question, though. Def, talk about the Node War changes. Ask him what he'd do to make Node War and Siege more excited. Rate every Siege guild based on their leadership personality. <laughs> Jesus. Good luck. Oh, um, actually, let me pull this up. This is, uh, I think I have your Discord at the actual bottom of my list. Give me a second. Wow. <laughs> um so rating siege guild based on leadership's personality that's that's a tough one there's strengths i'm not going to try to rank them there's strengths and weaknesses um i think maybe it's just some interesting points that i've seen is uh corrupt with uh erica leaving corrupt um and a couple other key people norelio leaving corrupt and stuff uh dragoon who i did not see you want to hear my dragoon impression real quick Snake is actual dog shit. We're gonna crush <laughs> these fucking kids. They're all actual shit. Pretty close. Corrupt, pretty close. Pretty close. Corrupt, corrupt is actually amazing. It's a lot better than Frosty's <laughs> Joe impression, that's for sure. Oh god, that was bad. Don't ever do that again. Anyway, so uh he has stepped up with shot calling, keeping the boys together, all that kind of stuff. Where when I was in corrupt, 
I, he, he was he was around, but he was really just kind of a, a member in his own guild. I was an officer there for a couple of weeks. I think all I really did in the officer chat was post pictures of me looking for mayonnaise in my refrigerator. But um, <laughs> there was a lot of officers. It was a little congested. Erica did a lot of work. And now uh, Dragoon is is really vis- visibly doing a great job with that. So high marks there. I think Vertex, the new version of Vertex, is really interesting. Uh, even since... Uh, version of vertex is way more political and kind of playing the game you know kind of maybe back to the roots of you know vertex 1.0 that we used to see um so i think that's uh kind of an interesting point in how that guild is kind of developed and stuff um you know snake's leadership is basically b kill builds and everybody does what they want i think that's my understanding of that guild um what others legatum is on their last breath uh fml is is interesting i think fml and filter i don't i'm I'm too close to them to really make comments i i think so filter we can talk about filter for a second um i i don't know what to say i wish they'd get off serendia but i i understand why they want to stay and i think it's I think it's interesting that they're able to just sit on Serendia and keep 100 people entertained, and they always show up with 97, 98, 99, 100 people on Saturday. That is one of the most impressive things I've seen in this game in a long time. I don't, that's, it's hard. They've got a, a really tight community over there. People want to be in filter, and that really comes down to the top-bottom you know, leadership. So I think that's one of the most interesting um, guilds in the siege scene is just being able to sit on serenity and keep 100 people happy all right and then uh the node war changes that i i guess we could do both the the 5000 hp and siege 500 hp node war and then um the recent changes where they reduced the amount of nodes and made shit more expensive so sniping's more difficult what are your thoughts on that uh more they need to make it more expensive <clears throat> but uh reducing the amount of nodes helps for sure uh, increasing durability on annexes was genius. Just really needed to happen. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the 150% extra durability on siege nodes is going to be. Um, that kind of takes out axing CTG or maybe go for pen axe, you know? Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. That's going to be really interesting tonight. Um, that's a That's a lot of durability increase. <laughs> Um, but as far as reducing the amount of node wars, that's that's great. If I hear one more person say they should add nodes to Kama or Dregan or these other territories, uh, build a node once in your life, once in your life, and then go take a look <laughs> at these territories. At the yeah. yeah, and just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm with them on the idea because it'd be cool to have something different. Just change it up. But yeah, yeah you're but... absolutely right. The terrain would be <laughs> fucking AIDS. Awful. It would be, but I, I'm still, I'm with, I mean, I don't think they should just add nodes, but I, I do wish there was some sort of like a season thing where like it, Medaya was taken off for three weeks and that amount of nodes has moved to Dregan for three weeks. I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun to fight there. Like imagine where Necropolis is. Like I know there's like hills up on the top, but just oh make God, that whole dude. region not, it would be fun, dude. Come on. My head is literally hurting. Then don't build, dude. Hire a builder. God damn it. Um, 5,000 HP. What is your thoughts on that in Siege? Cut it in half. Remove the wound mechanic. Okay. You don't like the wound mechanic? No. It's it's too, uh, 
so from a Balanos Serendia Siege Guild perspective, it's too much, right? So Filter's sitting there with literally no bonus HP. And so they they can't go to Castle. They're they're stuck. They're actually stuck. They'd be worthless if they went to Castle. Because they'd have half the HP as everybody else. I don't like punishing success. I, I understand the spirit of what they're doing. It was really just for Snake. Let's be honest. It was for Snake. <laughs> and so they're running around with 1,500 HP. And so that makes it interesting because now they're on uh, Medaya with 1,500 HP. Even though fighting Snake on Medaya is not fun. Uh, if you've got 40, you know, 3,500 more HP than them, it could be, you know, a plausible fight. But uh, cut it in half. You still get the time to kill that you want and just remove that damn wound mechanic. Right. Um, Orakami asks, are you excited about the new zone? What do you feel like the chances are we'll get new war nodes? And he's referring to Odalita. Zero. I think there's a 0% chance we'll get more nodes. Um, I'm. I have a little PTSD over Dregan because Dregan was so bad. Hopefully uh, this zone is great and has some more new interesting grind spots. They've done a pretty good job on the PvE side of things in the past year or so with, you know, Nashi is grinding whatever the, the fuck that place is called. Tortuga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they've uh, made other things viable. You can make, uh, oh, crats on the S rank. You can make... Uh, other <laughs> you know you can go to trees and make 100 mil or 115 mil and trash if you advance loot scroll and stuff you know so there's a couple yeah. different options instead of just everybody pissing on each other in Histria, right so um i think there's a good chance we get good grind spots and i am hopeful of that but uh i it's hard to forget dragon um shazar says uh if you have any questions you'd like oh wait who is this oh on regarding siege scene twitch recently exploiting anything else right the out here wait what who even is that the fuck um <laughs> q says what are the three most important qualities for guild leadership tim doesn't know oh that. great tim, question. tim doesn't know that q what the fuck yeah can some <laughs> chat can you help me out because i'm lost hold on let me dude, pm Sasha tim do you want to phone a friend yeah i know right <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Frosty, text Adam real quick and ask him, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that I, what fucking guild you're in? I hear Hiki's coming back. Oh, wait. You're in Hiki, Rez? You said no, you're in a weeb guild. I just, I just left my guild, actually. Like, literally five seconds ago, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. You're trying, you're trying to get a PvP trail, homie? No, I'm not. I, uh, I'm i trying to get decks, but none of the officers were ever on, so I'm... You missed you miss the tired. map guilds, dude. Time to go so, to Notorious, dude. They let everyone be an officer, so you can just deck when you want. I'll probably just join Sinfu ETBH. Your chat says alcoholism. <laughs> alcoholism, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I'll drink to that. Um, so, <laughs> I'll drink to that. Organizational skills is probably the best. Delegation, right? Delegation is probably the, the number one thing. If you try to do too much or not enough, you know, there's that perfect balance or, or that you're constantly striving for. Um, your ability to hire fire, right? Finding good officers. And so the, that all kind of, for me, falls under delegation. You need to be personable and you certainly need to have the time. That's been my, my biggest struggle with Aftershock is with all the personal stuff going on, um, trying to balance streaming and other jobs and stuff like that, along with being there um for every single node war and stuff i really had to make a there was a delta a little while ago where i had to go 
I have to be the guild master. I got to be around more often. I have to show up to pretty much every single war and I have to make this important because it is important to me. Uh, it makes me happy. It, you know, definitely benefits the stream, all that kind of stuff. So um, time is probably the second biggest thing for leadership. Delegation is the first. Um, and then just being likable. You have to be a leader, right? You have to be somebody that people want to hang around with when you're the GM. And I think that the red box actually matters. I know there's a lot of people that have, you know, unless you have an alt account or something, but, you know, somebody else is the red border, but you're the leader and stuff like that. I think that has a, a psychological effect that that doesn't really resonate. I think a leader should be a leader and that's important. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's wrong with the siege scene is we need more we need, we need more of me <laughs> no but we need we need more leaders like actual leaders that want to step up and then that gets into the conversation of what's the incentive why would somebody go into siege it's dog shit right so um madashi asks i'm gonna condense this a little bit but basically um the issues with balanos serendia guilds where you basically are building up members getting stronger and stronger then once people get to a certain gear score they basically leave the serendia balanos guilds to go to castle guilds um how has that been for you guys specifically is it a problem for aftershock not at all um when somebody joins with too much gear you almost know that there's a there's a ticking time bomb on that that you know that's not a real member and so what we like to do um is really i rather invest in somebody who's undergeared that shows potential skill and desire to grow and so the loyalty that that builds is insane. When when you actually have a community, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. And there's guilds that aren't communities. Um, Aftershock 1.0, <laughs> all of that core are still playing together. They go to the same guilds. They went back to rehab or whatever. Uh, I think almost all of them are at, at GVG now. They all stay active and play together and all that stuff, right? So that that wasn't... That was a that was a community, right? And so you're going to have people that split off. Um, you're going to have people that you know try to snipe your top players uh, and shit like that. But you know it's a sieve top to bottom. You can't really worry about gearing people up and them leaving because if if that's how it plays out, then something is wrong with your organization and you're failing as a guild leader or an officer team. Um, Ashen says, what are the dumbest and smartest moves tactically that you've seen on the battlefield and what was the result of them? And then he also asks, was there ever a hero moment that uh, one person has done to change the flow of battle either on your side or against you? One of the dumbest things I've ever seen, uh, I actually was a part of, I think, I think we we're in Vertex. I think it was in Vertex. I've been in so many damn guilds. Um, and Firen, the leader of Vexus, called for us to do a horse charge down the middle of Madaya Castle against, I think it was Snake. <laughs> it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then corrupted it like last week or something too, it, just like as a meme, and it almost kind of worked, but it <laughs> just horse pushing into the middle of a castle is so fucking stupid. But it, it cracks me up. Uh, as far as hero moments or great strategies, they're... It, it really the it, the drama really kind of makes that right like uh i think when norelio called for a ctg on a valencian siege when his base was at like one or two percent and they give him the they give barcode the corrupt special and they actually axe them down before they die i think that's one of the best moments in the siege in recent memory 
um, we have a specific player in Aftershock who uh, will get 10 kills by him or herself and literally starts up pushes almost every single time. So um, those hero moments are very often in our guild. <laughs> They're an excellent player. And so we try to play off them fairly often. And so, and, and you have to prepare for that, right? You, every guild has a couple of, of carries and that you can rely on. And you look for it as a shot caller and you play off of it. You know, some guy just goes in, oh, ah! you know, and you just got to go in after, right? So <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> what the question was, but that's what, uh, that's how I'm going to answer it. So get fucked. Um, Barak says, <laughs> I heard on a podcast before that in Korean guilds, uh, or that Korea guilds use rangers because of the high range damage. How come NA and EU is not pushing for rangers to get geared? Because all I see on Reddit and server chat is that they are looking for witch, witch, witch zards. Witchards. Witchards. Yeah, it's witchards. Um, that's an excellent question. <laughs> There's not, there's not, I mean, maybe NA hasn't been hit by a succession descending current recently, but it's tough. Uh, I don't think the overemphasis, I don't think there is an overemphasis on Witch and Wizards. I think PA is always going to be the, who, Pearl Abyss loves protected area. I mean, yeah, it's been years of all of us coming up with really shitty ideas. I think the last time I was on this podcast, Reslar came out with just some real brain dead ones. Oh, but, yeah, bro. <laughs> Uh, but so PA is here to stay, and you know, I think everybody wants at least half their guilds to be Witch Wizard, and that's Siege Ults and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I, I completely agree that the uh, Ranger and Descending Current is super undervalued in NA. In I just miss front lines, man. Yeah. I miss having like front, like having like a line of Striker, Mystic, Warrior, Valk that actually is tanking. Um, Rhino says, can you talk about how murking works in your guild? How do you find them? What are the requirements? How many do you bring each week? Additionally, do you think the merc system should be changed to be more restrictive? <laughs> uh, we just beg Chonation as hard as we possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so murking is kind of part of the, the community aspect of the guild where people come in, you know, for node wars and stuff. They go, oh, it's it's fun to be an aftershock and um, you start getting messages, people that just watch the stream or whatever, will be like, oh, I want to play with Tim or I want to, I want to partake in this next week. And so that's where a lot of it builds up. And then, you know, the discord fills up and you get a roll and then you go, Bleh, you guys want to join. And so, um, recently as, as guilds start to wane in dodge fights and stuff like that, it murking for siege, uh, is kind of a balancer right now to make sure that one guild doesn't overpower the other one. And so we try not to zerg people out, or we certainly don't want to be zerged out ourselves. But as far as restricting it, it should be uh, for Siege, obviously, speaking to Siege, should be 10% of the maximum number of members in your guild, of the number that you, so right, round it up. So if you've got 94, you get nine mercs for Siege. If you've got 95, then you get 100. Right. I'm sorry, you get 10. You get 10. I say no matter how many members you have, you should be allowed to round up to the nearest 50 mercs. You know what I mean? What? Standard after... Dude, what, the thing is that sucks with that with... Uh, not Aftershock, but uh, murking in general The thing is, that sucks with Aftershock. Well, the swing in power from week one where you join with mercs to week two where you're basically non-competitive without your mercs is like... 
it, I don't know, man. I, I hate it. I feel bad for guilds that have to try to defend their rotation if they don't quite have 100 members yet. But I also feel bad for the fact that they have a hard time participating if they can't bring mercs, you know? You feel bad for them? Well, I mean, bad in the sense that, like, for the members, not necessarily the leadership because they're making that decision, but if you're a member, let's say you're a newer player and you just want some good PvP, that first week feels good, right? You're like, oh, man, we did it. We won. Hell yeah, we have a territory. This is so cool. And then the next week you just get slaughtered by the same guild you fought the week before. It's kind of a shit feeling. Also, uh, in my experience, murking in Aftershock is you get told no, and then like an hour before <laughs> Siege, you get told yeah, so then you swap the channel, and then they're like, oh, never mind, we're full, get fucked, idiot. That's that's my experience murking in Aftershock. <laughs> hey, guess what? Choice has more gear than you, idiot. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's Damn. True. I'm pragmatic, buddy, sorry. Um, he's, he's also just a better player. Sato says, a lot of the time in Node War and Siege, I feel like I keep dying for nothing and have no idea what to do. What are the things an individual player can and should do to contribute in large scale, or large scale, like getting kill or peeling up our ranged players? Second question, do you think Siege is getting stale with just a few guilds holding the top position? If yes, what should PA do to help the weaker guilds in the Siege? I actually was going to have a similar question for Tim, but yeah. Uh, so let's start with the first one. How can he be more useful in large scale? Mm -hmm. uh, my initial reaction is listen to your shot color and die on the ping. But if you have a shitty shot color or you're playing kind of a fringe skirmish class or something like that, uh, get into RBF, like heavy. Take your ghillie off, get into RBF, and practice, 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 practice. Then when you realize that, hey, I suck at fighting sorks, you get into the battle arena, uh, make a friend if you're capable and uh, fight a Sork over and over and over. And then when you're done with that, go back to RBF and then figure out how to translate what you learned about that class into RBF. So personal skill. Big, big, big thing about that, right? And then when the call to go in on the ping is, you know, it's like, go here, everybody dies right here. Maybe not just like die exactly on that ping but like know that you're moving towards that objective that's being called out and move off to the side a little bit stand over here maybe some you've got a gear carried ape in your guild that goes in first play off of his knockdowns that's one thing i really tell aftershock time and time again is play off of knockdowns friendly and enemy help your friends who are knocked down and then kill the people that got knocked down <clears throat> So yeah. that would, without it, more specific information about what guild you're in or class you're playing or what your gear is like or something like that, that's probably the best advice I could give, you know, generically. I'd like to add in minimap awareness. Look at your minimap. Your minimap will save yes. your life way more than you think. Uh, and then the second question, is Siege getting stale with the few guilds holding the top position? Should PA do something about it? Uh, so this goes back to uh, it's a sandbox, and if Siege Guilds want to decide to turn it into a cat box, then that's 100% up to them. Um, I, I think the wound mechanic hurts. I think what the Siege scene needs now is a reason for FML, Aftershock, and Filter to go to the castles and just fuck around on Calpheon or something like that. But we can't do that with the wound system. Somebody has to win Balanos or Serendia, and there's money attached to it, and there's a good reason to own Balanos and Serendia. Uh, just even outside of monetary. But the ability for Balanos and Serenity Guild to go to Castle and the reward for it is 
Monka S, right? So think of a completely empty Balanos and Serendia. Now you've got tier two guilds going, oh, we could just get it for free, right? And that's kind of the first step. That's how I started the Trap Alliance or the, the first version of Aftershock when we started getting into Siege was it was actually free. There was some crazy castle shit going on. And I'm just like, hey, what, what if we just know to on Saturday? And so that's what got me addicted to, to Siege. And so the... Um, the influence of the developer to help, you know, there's been a lot of really good ideas, like maybe add a 10% grind buff over the entire map. If you own Balanos or Serendia, adjusting the wound mechanic would certainly help. Um, you know, but top, top guilds are going to be top guilds. They've got a ton of gear. There's people C20 armor out there and weapons and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not a big fan of punishing success. And especially in a game that has so many mechanics to be able to knock them off. You can go knock Snake off if that's what you want. If it's if it's boring to you that Snake is on Medaya for five weeks or even one week and you just want to go, Snake never gets on a territory, then go do that. Then go do that. There's, I think, a lot of the Siege scene and the people who look at the Siege scene kind of divorce themselves of personal responsibility within a sandbox game. Um, Shazar asks, did, did you notice any change with the recent Node War Siege scene? I play an EU T1 medium hard node, for example, and normally on Friday our 25 man was three to four guilds. With the change, there were now, uh, we're now on the both remaining 25 mediums on Friday, nine forts each. So drastically more fun. How is it for T2 and above? Then he also asked, how do you think in general about the change, good, bad, or do they leave something out? Um, I've been grinding history all week, so I have not been able to play with the note. I, I can't mark out or be a part of it, so I don't have personal experience with it, and I really right. haven't been paying attention. I've just been grinding, so I'm going to let that one slide. To um, I, I can now. semi. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off the question though, because I I um normally we either are in a one v one and there's three other sticks <laughs> for whatever reason. They're just on node war, so I'm just in like a normal like T two node war guild. So normally it's like we 1v1 or there's three guilds and we 2v1 whoever and then 1v1 after or it's just us and sticks or whatever right it's kind of it's kind of shitty it's actually like seldom that we get a good fight but the two nodes that we play since the patch on thursday we had three guilds all like quality guilds that actually bring members so we had we actually had a legitimate fight and then on friday we had um i want to say six guilds it was like cho nation bassy galaxy notorious clash alliance um devour and cozy we're like all in the node and it was actually really fun even though i hate that show nation was there but yeah so it's it's kind of interesting it, it looks to be more crowded so i think fights are going to be more fun on node wars for a while so clash and notorious are in an alliance right yeah uh can i ask apocalypse why they the, call themselves why isn't the name clatorious <laughs> oh god <laughs> i have no idea i mean uh, you want to talk about shitting the bed that's just like <laughs> the yeah. dumbest thing i've ever heard not naming it that all right and definitely then, a missed opportunity yeah as for like the um the change is good bad or whatever i think he yeah he hasn't participated in node war since plus i think he addressed it a little bit before it was siege so um, I think node. I think node war fort should cost more. I think they should cost like two hundred million, maybe two fifty million, <clears throat> especially yeah. with them being worth uh, thirty percent more now. 
they should really just up the ante on that on that sniping mechanic. I hate it. I hate it so much. I've hated it for years. So it's a step in the right direction overall. But I think the actual Ford itself should. I don't cost know. More. Making the annexes cost more doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But making right. those damn forts cost just siege cost five hundred million, you know, or seven fifty or something like yes. that. Yes, make really it make it not worth it. That. Yeah, really twist right. the nips on that. I agree. Um, so Sato says, third question: There are two very uh, infamous siege guilds in SEA. Um, Southeast Asia serve. A long story short, they're basically one guild split into two, and sometimes, not always, they would fight in the same territory, which results in a huge number advantage against individual guilds that can't find an ally. Um, what do you think of this type of behavior? I'm sorry, repeat repeat the last part again? What do you think of, of this behavior? Basically, like, it's basically one guild split into two that both have near 100 members, I guess, that place together for siege, but they're actually just one community. How does that make you feel? You know, I, I'm just at the risk of repeating myself. If you don't like something that's happening in the game, it, there's you can't just go, this shouldn't happen because they've decided that this is what they want to happen. So they went out and did it. So if you don't like what's happening, go do something about it. Right. And then Eumenidae says, thoughts on the recent drama? Is the community over-exaggerating? Uh, or is this drama justified? Or <laughs> he says justificated. <laughs> I like that word. And more important, is it an exploit? Uh, that's his part one. I'll get to the others after you answer that. Okay. It's a... Uh, I, I don't think it's... I think it's a... Mm, I don't know if it's overstated. It, it's dangerously close. Again, we, we beat that dead horse into the fucking ground. Mm -hmm. But... It's bad. I think the the word is abuse, not exploit. Um, but I I'm really not gonna you know Thomas Jefferson this too hard. How is the I, uh, yeah? I think it's I think it's good that it's getting uh, all this attention though because it's opening up a larger conversation and hopefully putting more pressure on our publisher to be more stringent about uh, exploiting and, and abuse as a whole. Yeah, um, he says, how how has the siege scene changed since, the? I guess, the last time you were on the podcast? Well, like four guilds have died, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's just right now, and I, I saw this kind of coming because uh, I can see the future. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a scary thought. It is. Imagine Tim Allen being able to see the future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's this, I, I, I look at siege guilds and streaming in a in a similar light you don't have to be the best at either but if you outlast everyone and you just do a, a good enough job you're probably going to come out at top over time yeah um he asked have you considered posting or having a post siege podcast highlights in your youtube channel as an eu viewer myself i tried a couple times to watch some clips from twitch since i don't understand the background behind this my face was or this was my face in every single video and it's like a little sideways question mark face that i don't know the emote name because i'm a boomer so um actually really interesting and this has been uh interesting question and timing this has been something that uh Joe Fails and I have been uh, discussing when he comes over with for uh, Lucuris with the boys. Um, we both kind of talk about each other's streams and give us ideas. And I have been um, a spoiled brat about the Siege podcast. Honestly, I've put absolutely no effort into it. I've started to resent it. Um, I used to do Reddit write-ups where it wasn't a ranking. I think rankings are 
was a terrible idea. But I used to do Reddit write-ups where I just go, this is what happened from my podcast, from what we just talked about. Here's the stories that are developing. Is Man Up going to go here? Is this going to happen? This is the third week they've been there. You know, stuff like that. Just very factual, informative, and not opinionated as best as I humanly possibly could. So I'm going to go back to doing that. But also as a Twitch partner, like my VODs are up for like 90 days. So you can just go to my um, or 45 or something insane. You can just go to my VODs and, and watch it there. But I am planning to um, making highlights doesn't really work because, again, you know, the slanty face contextual thing, you know, the, the context is going to be the whole the whole time. But what I have done is uh, revamp the UI and added some more interesting things to the podcast where when you come into the stream, it's here's all the fights that happened, right? I start 15 minutes after the last person, uh, after the last fight, and I collect kill sheets from every single guild that uh, participated. Um, and I put their top three fraggers down below in a scroll that's constantly going, like a little ticker. Um, and then I set up the fights visually in the background. So it's not just me standing with a bunch of people waving flags. Um, so you can pop in, you can see what we're talking about. And then we have a contest, which is clip of the week. So if you're a streamer, I'll give you five gifted subs. If you if your clip gets voted the clip of the week, or if you're just recording, I'll PayPal you 15 bucks. And so it's just like a little weekly gimmick or whatever to get people's content and allow them to be a part, to really take uh, participate, not just watch, but participate in uh, the podcast itself. So I'm trying to make it more fun. I'm trying to make it more engaging. And I'm trying not to be a spoiled fucking brat about it and just go, people should watch this because it's Siege. It's like, no, it should be it should be unique and interesting, as Joe likes to say. Um, and so he's he's really helped me kind of flesh some of this stuff out. And I'm going to work on alerts that are non-intrusive. You know, if somebody wants to donate five dollars or something, yeah, obviously that helps me. But then their little toxic text to speech thing gets to go up there and and maybe direct the conversation a little bit and stuff like that. So um, I'm really trying to push that forward and put it on YouTube. Generally, uh, people on YouTube don't like Twitch content unless it's watered down and highlighted, which I just don't think you can really do. I, I really don't have time for it to like highlights of the Siege podcast, and I really don't think that'd be well viewed. So, But these are the things that I'm doing instead to try to make the podcast better. And then uh, Hazy wants me to mention something about Shy, but this is a BDO podcast. I only talk about classes that are actually in BDO. Um, so I did want to ask you, <laughs> I did want to ask you a question. Um, it's a little bit more personal, but how has, uh, the whole pandemic coronavirus thing kind of affected you, Tim, um, and your day to day or life around where you live and stuff, your community? Hey, are you working from home? Uh, I am working from home. I am streaming more. Obviously I actually, I've had pneumonia nine times in my life. Um, so I have a bunch of scarring in my lungs as it is. Honestly, I'm terrified of this thing. <clears throat> so I have been, the only people I see is uh, a girl that I'm seeing and Joe. And then they're locked down themselves. So I went out in public yesterday or the day before, went to Walmart and I about had an anxiety attack. It was just a bad idea. Um, so my parents are 65 years old. So I certainly don't want them to get it. They're in good health though. Um, but man, this, it's affected me a lot. Honestly, I, you know, been going through a divorce, been trying to run a siege guild. Uh, I move, I'm trying to move this week so I can get out of this house that, you know, I used to have a family in and stuff and all the while trying to navigate the, the worst pandemic 
of our generation of of I don't even remember when the last pandemic was historically. Uh, so I've been dealing with a lot, man. And this is just you want to talk about bad timing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Um all right. Well, on that somber note, uh so we kind of touched on Node War stuff a little bit, so um, I guess let's just go around the room real quick. Nayashi, Reslar, have you guys node word? You guys don't even node word, do you? Either of you? No, I haven't really node word in a little while. Okay. Not in a serious yep. way. Well, nodes overall are more crowded, so overall that that change is good. And I agree with what you were saying, Tim. The uh, I think the price of the forts should be higher. I do almost feel like what, what is the cost of a fort for like a T two right now or a T three? <clears throat> Sorry, my my headset died. One second. The cost of a fort is, uh, I can't hear you, um, I think 20, 15, 20 mil. It's something really inexpensive. Okay, so, well, I think they increased it, but I, I don't remember to what. I have to double check the patch note. But I, I do wonder if they made it up to like 200 mil, kind of like you were saying, if they have you just have that difference put into like the pot on the node for winning it for whoever gets it. You know what I mean? So let's say like, yeah. let's, let's say the baseline is 50 mil, right? And seven guilds place. Um, the baseline is 50 mil currently, and then they, they change it to, to 200 mil. So now all seven guilds are basically putting 150 million silver in the jackpot to fight on that node. I think that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a good idea. That'd be fun. And then also... Yeah, because Soggy was even saying he, he thought the 500 mil thing was not a good idea because uh, it would ruin the payouts. Right, because it would nerf the payouts a bit, but... Yeah, if it if it if some of it got paid back, if you actually won, would be pretty cool yeah. and incentivize yeah, more guilds to place. Um, let's see. All right, let's move on to to the lawn, the lawn and Kuno nerfs on Global Labs. Um, Hell yeah, let's get on that topic. I'll drink right. to that. Let's start with the Kuno because the Kuno ones are are fairly minimal. Um, so they did the same thing they've been doing with uh, every class where. They are removing split damage if it is there. Um, unfortunately, they're not telling us what exact skills had split damage before, which I wish they did. Um, yeah, but for both nice. Ninja and Kuno, they said they remove split damage from pre-awakening, awakening, and succession. Um, any skills that have it, it'll be noted. Um, I think the only one that Kuno is keeping is Shadow Explosion, which is... I have no idea why they hate that ability. It already doesn't do that much damage. It's insane to me that a skill is... It still blows my mind that 16-second cooldown unprotected skill with no CC, and it has split damage, and the damage isn't that good. But all right, it's fine. Um, Prime Flash Slash, <laughs> they're reducing the damage by 21% in PvP um, when you use the alt, uh, the 100% version. I think... It's just my opinion. I, I have a feeling this is actually more related to the split damage change than it actually being nerfed directly because they already nerfed it two weeks ago. So I, I think this is just to compensate. So it's going to be worse if you alt someone in a 1v1, but it'll be the same or potentially even better in like 1v10, potentially. Um, Prime Shadow Clone, minus 22% PvP damage. That's the flow to Shadow Stomp. It's a super armor skill that does a little bit of damage. Not 100% sure why that got nerfed. I don't think it really affects anything. Um, the Ghost Step distance that uh, Kunos get when they use their e-buff uh, has been reduced by 30%. So when they're e-buff, they're not going to be flying around the map. All crazy. Thank God. It'll help a little bit. And then Prime Dance Macabre, uh, 
now it's still an iframe when while moving it's still unprotected right at the startup although the startup is really fast and then now it's only super armor during the attack it no longer lingers sa after they land which probably is a good change um overall it'll make you have to be a little bit more strategic with it but not that big a deal that's not too bad um so you are these are you happy with these changes nayashi as a as the house hater of kunos on the podcast <laughs> i think it's a good start for sure i have to actually experience it firsthand to really know for sure how it impacts the fight um like i the damage nurse that they did um you were explaining it but i was kind of half listening to be perfectly honest i'm got my food my woman made me uh standard made me some food um uh, but um yeah, the uh, the damage nurse. I, like I said before to you, like I didn't I didn't really necessarily care about the Kuno's damage. Yeah, sure, it was high in some instances, but most succession classes were high, so I didn't really care too much about that. It was the mobility that was the biggest problem. The fact that it only affects e buff, eh, it's alright. I mean, it's nice. It's a good start. I, I guess I have to, like I said, experience it to really see how much of that was really the problem, or if it was just like their mobility in general. That was more of the issue. I think I have a feeling they're going to s stick. They, it's like they have a, a little bit of a theme with the Kuno, where it's like this: dive in, try to kill someone really fast, dive out, like fast mobility, but suicide no, bomber, almost, um, yeah. Or like you, you go and pick off one or two people at a time, kind of thing, and not like PVX fully, because it, yeah, the, there's not really a whole lot of protected damage because after the flash slash engage is really difficult. Like, yeah, you could get the stiffness off, but ever since the damage reduction on that skill, it's hard to, like, follow up if not every single person CC'd. Um, not saying it's bad, but I think it's a style. Like, it's like a jump in, hit them with something, see if you can get a kill. If you can't, try to dive out. It almost seems like yeah. it's style, so... And it seems like they're sticking with that. Thing more, more, more representative of a flex class. Right. Rather than a 1vx machine. Um, I do still think the Dance Macabre lock-on thing might still be too much the range on it but outside of that i i personally don't think the mobility is a big deal um rose do you have any thoughts on kuno uh they i frame i don't like him okay <laughs> standard uh that's how zerkers Zerker. talk everybody um <laughs> they i frame don't like <laughs> um so I just want to hug him. That's it. So if, long... if I could interject. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't have enough information to give an educated opinion on this topic. So mm -hmm. unlike some other podcasts that are uh, put on fairly regularly, I'm going to not make a comment. All right. You just call us out like that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Lon, dude, Lon, this one is uh, I'm not going to read through the whole dead, list. Is Lon dead, Frosty? I keep seeing people say Dude, Lon's dead. These right. changes, I woke up that morning and I'm just like, oh, there, there's no sweeter justice. There is <laughs> there is like, there's a line. All right. So when a class gets nerfed, for me anyway, it, it's already hard enough as everyone has known from when we went through the CC changes. It feels shitty when the class that you love gets changed or nerfed in, in a negative way, right? Like it's a... It's it's hard. Like even like the Kunos reactions, like some of the Kunos I've talked to, I don't think the changes are that big a deal. But a lot are like really upset and whatever. But the lawn got 
God, like I hate using the word gutted, but goddamn, dude, the lawn got gutted in the changes. So they lost. I mean, maybe it 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 it's a little bit of uh, points to how how strong they were, and I uh, just underestimated how strong they were. But I think like when I listen to people complaining about the lawn, it sounded like the biggest things were. The flying is too much because they could get in, they could fly in and fly out because the forward F, hold it down, has no cooldown. Um, their damage is really high and it's protected when they do get in and they have a lot of protection. So my thinking is like it probably will get nerfed because now it's starting to resonate with the community and people are complaining about it kind of a lot. They'll probably change one or two of those things, but they changed all of them and in such a dramatic way. So... I'm going to go down the list, Reslar, and you tell me if you were playing this class, how this would feel to you, okay? I'm just going to... They removed four super armors. They made it so you can no longer mouse move the flying. You can no longer mouse move uh, Furious Chase. They removed super armor specifically from Salpuri Purge and increased the wind-up time. Wait, you can't mouse move the flying? No. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, they made it so you can't mouse move the flying. They removed Salpuri Purge uh, SA. They removed the super armor from the end of Blade Dance. They removed super armor from uh, the beginning of Crescent Barrage, or rather the second and third hits. Now it's only on the fourth hit. Um, they doubled the stamina cost of their Phantom Dance, which is the side dash, little iframe that they can use. That's an iframe when it's off cooldown and super armor on cooldown. Well, not doubled, but they increased it by 100 stamina, which that adds up quickly when you're using that a lot. Um, and then they reduced PvP damage kind of across the board. On one, two, three, four skills, they reduced PvP damage by a minimum of 18%, maximum of 27%. On Blade Dance, Crescent Barrage, Blooming Nether Flower, and Salpuri Purge. So, yeah. Yeah, they... Um... So basically, they did to Lon what they've needed to do for Sork for months. <laughs> I wouldn't say they needed to do all that. <laughs> I do, dude. There is not a class. I there's not a class in this game that I felt like needs that list of nerfs, dude. As strong as any guys, class. Fought, like, it's really, really bad. Have you guys fought like really well geared and like succession lawn and large yes. scale? Yeah, they're no, they are really good. Uh, I agree. They needed to be nerfed and. Probably significant nerfs. I'm just thinking about all of it combined is is a lot. There's a lot of nerfs. Yeah, so, okay, so to answer your question, so I am generally not a fan of nerfing everything at once. Like, I don't know if you remember when they did the ninja nerfs that finally brought them down to Earth. I actually said I didn't like that they did two big nerfs at the same time because now you have no idea if one would have been enough and two maybe would have been too much. So I, I don't like that they did so much all in one patch. In my opinion, balancing needs to be, we touch it a little bit, and then if that doesn't work, we have this extra thing that we can try next. And you just keep adding things or taking things away until you reach a point where you're like, okay, yeah, I think we're pretty all right with where this is at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that they changed so much all in one patch. Also, I know that a lot of people disagree with this, uh, but mouse movement is actually good for the game. It's good for PvP. It raises the uh, skill ceiling on a lot of classes. Not every class, I'm well aware, but on a lot of classes, it does. 
And so the idea that for this specific class, we're going to take away mouse movement on these specific skills. I actually really hate that. Like, I really hate that. Hey, Rez, can I'm I ask you a personal surprised. question? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, man. How old are you? Uh, I am... Fuck, how old am I? Uh, 24? Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to ask you a hard question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 33, which makes me about 60 in this game. Fuck mouse to move. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I can't figure it out. The people are teleporting, but staying in the same place, and you got to put your mouse by your leg so you remember where it's at. Fuck all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> remove all these high APM things. Let's just have a nice boomer-friendly game. Right, so dude. Let's I'm, all just I'm play Black Desert Mobile. Isn't that what Succession Zerker's for? Yeah, let's just reel yeah, this right. in a little bit, you know? Let's just reel this in. So I'm all for taking some Well, there's this so. thing called Succession Wizard. You, it basically plays the game for you, I've been told. And it's really OP, apparently. So you can play that if you like it. When you uh, told me you were 24, did you take your shoes off to count on your toes? Is that what? <laughs> Jesus, Hey, I'm man. also almost 33, Tim. Look at that. I am 33. We're mature so. adults. Out of curiosity. Uh, Y'all need to fucking respect your, you old respect fuck. your fucking elders, man. Yeah. Tim, out of curiosity, have you played since launch? I don't um, think we ever I just, asked you. I got my uh, my four. <laughs> Ironically enough, the reason I did not quit this game, um, I've been playing for four years to answer your question. And the reason I, I started when Maywa came out, um, so it was four years, like two weeks ago or something. Um, and Maywa was the reason that I didn't quit this game. I started with like Sork, went to War. I didn't understand Sork at all. Uh, I went to Warrior. There was no fucking damage. I also had no idea what enhancing gear was. And then I played Mewa, the new class, and it was so beautiful and it was so cool and it was fast but still strong. And so I played Mewa. That's that's what got me to stick to this game. Nice. Yeah. Well, so wait, did you play when uh, Red Moon was iframe? I didn't even know what an iframe was until like six oh, days. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, so, I would. I I'd never played a game like this before. Right, so it was yeah. Reddit release. So if if uh, Red Moon used to be an iframe, then definitely, yeah. So I uh, until, the reason uh, I was asking that is because I've actually played since launch, which means I've played for longer than you. So respect your fucking elders, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you um, sound like you're like no taller than five foot seven. <laughs> Damn. I'll have oh. you know I am five foot eleven, six feet on a good day, just tall enough to not get a girlfriend. What's up? Dude. Yeah. They also changed uh Zerker succession stuff, but I know Rizzo doesn't want to talk about that class. So um, five seven. Wait, Zerker has a succession? <laughs> they uh what else? Oh, Mystic got a bunch of succession changes too that are actually really good. If anyone plays Mystic, they made a Crouching Wolf way less shitty. Um, it'll only use one stack in succession now and give you the 20% attack speed buff, uh, which is kind of nice as long as you have Flow Prey Hunt off cooldown. Uh, and then they made a bunch of flows and stuff go together a little bit better. Changed the knockback to a knockdown on uh, Hidden Claw. And that's a, about it. And then, yeah, so is, is Mystic actually good now? Or is it still bad? Um... I mean, I it's, think it's getting it's going closer. To be better. Yeah, it's getting closer, and Striker got some changes on their succession too. I really think the big thing is Mystic needs something that is kind of like Spiral Torpedo in their succession kit that it's missing. Um, and then both Striker and Mystic need Rage Hammer to still have a bound. 
for them to be good. It's weird Probably, that they don't. Probably, yeah. Outside I of mean, that, that's their, that's their, like, get the fuck off me move, basically. Yeah, that's their, like, they try to bait you, and then they use it and get you, and, like, if they don't even have that, it's it's weird. And the damage yeah. and the AoE on those skills is really cool. Like, the striker one lets you, if you use it after flash, it's actually, like, a leap punch which is pretty cool on the ground and then the mystic one is just like a bigger fatter aoe but since it doesn't have a bound you can't really use it it's kind of dumb i mean it's the other thing too like this is my problem with um the salperi purge change on lawn i i really hate this idea of the succession version of a skill is worse than the absolute version so you don't take the succession oh, yeah. version like that should that. Yeah, Warriors yeah. have it. Maywa has one. Uh, Lawn has one now. Striker, Mystic have it. It's just like it's so it's so bad. It, it just I don't, shouldn't I be don't like think that. it's bad. I think it gives you know a decision, right? Well, if it was just different, but it's like literally just worse. Like in some yeah, of these cases. I think I think Frost is more or less just getting at like if it was like they were equivalent in power or what they offered utility wise. And yeah. you just chose one or the other for either aesthetics or just more pleasing to your 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 gameplay style, then that's fine. The warrior but when one is when one's just so vastly superior than the other. The warrior one is ground slam, right? Or smash? Yes. And ground it's the bound smash. But the thing is, is like, is the damage difference even big enough for you to justify not having the bound? I don't even think it is. I'm pretty sure it's barely any more damage. I don't think it is, but the bound is just so quintessential to pvp for right warrior. like so for example with rage hammer if if a mystic had the option like all right i can hit you with rage hammer doesn't do a whole lot of damage but has a bound that's option a and then option b is the aoe is way bigger and it hits you like a truck so even though it doesn't bound you you don't want to get hit by it then that would be kind of cool but that's not how rage hammer works it's like it's shitty damage in both kits it's just one of them has a bound so it's like there's no point in ever getting i i agree with you tim there should be an option i like the idea of an option but the way it's set up right now, it's like not an option. You have to go with the absolute one. So there's not there's not like a, a world where you don't want I don't really know the the kit for succession striker all that well. So I'm I'm gonna speak a little out of turn, but I can see a place where like you wouldn't want to bounce on uh Rage Hammer because I almost never use it for a catch. Mm-hmm. For me on striker, I use my my neutral game is really strong and weaving the the super armors when I played striker. And I almost never used it for a bound, and it, it was almost annoying to me in a one in a one v one situation when I'd hit that bound because I really rather hit him with a stun with mass or a float with a somersault or something like that. So I I don't know I I might use it I could but in a one v one scenario and then I go to large scale I'd probably click that off and go absolute. Right. Yeah, the Salpuri one is crazy because that that one's even different because both of them have the float. It's just the succession one has no protection, which is that's hard to justify when the absolute has super armor. In large scale, especially like, I don't know, you basically be using succession one to grind with and the absolute one for PvP. What I'd really like to bring up is the quality Mm -hmm. of life. You know, like I don't play which succession because if Nayashi stream snipes me again while I'm playing succession i can't defend myself i literally can't defend myself and he's such a big piece of shit that he won't just leave me alone and let me grind and get to my screen <laughs> i'm not even being toxic like fuck you kid but <laughs> but like i can't just swap over to awaken and put that little rat in his place like i just have to like go to a safe zone 
swap everything over. And th at th that point, he's, he, you know, it's been 15 minutes and, you know, his guild forces him to channel hop and he's gone. Yeah. Okay. So the last part's the last part's toxic. But like, if I could, even if there was a cooldown to it, right, where mm -hmm. I could just swap back and forth. I think um, they should have a loadout system. Yeah. Ah, God, it would just. Yeah. It would make. I don't know why they have so it. Much better. It would. It would just be so beneficial for the game overall. Yeah. Like, yeah. just to have your predefined uh, skill set up is. What's wrong Everything. with that? A click of the button that switches your skill add-ons back. Your skill. Uh, spec your back, UI, everything. Your, yeah, your cooldowns back where they were. Everything would be so nice. Like, like I feel like bad. Why? Like, Sammy, Sammy on Ninja. Like, Ninja's Awakening literally just can't grind. It's so blatantly inefficient on Awakened Ninja to try to grind stars in or Sacrae. Like, it's just not viable. So they have to use Succession for PVE. And then if they prefer Awakened for PVP, they have to switch in town, switch their add-ons, edit their UI, change their cooldowns. It's like such a pain in the ass. What I feel bad. prefer Awakening for PvP? There's a lot, dude. Is Seven there? arts. Well, only yeah. only if they prefer it for PvP, they just will just say fuck it and bite the bullet and just fucking deleted on which by succession ninjas and kunos. And I can yeah. I can handle this shit out of an awakened ninja. <laughs> I'm, it's I'll honest. I just, uh, I mean my point of view. I think it just it depends just on the ninja. I mean. I think Awakened Ninja is a little bit more difficult. So yeah, for like players that are not as privy to mouse clicking Shadow Stomp, they're probably going to stay in succession and do really well because it hits super hard. Um, but yeah, they should have a loadout, man. The loadouts would be really fucking nice. Yeah, I mean, it, like, not to say that um, people aren't already buying that moon book or whatever, but it would just make it so much more attractive for people because then they would just be like, well, fuck, I'm going to be switching constantly between PV and PVP specs, so might as well just buy a moon book to help out with that. Right. Um, they also added, or no, they buffed uh, Guardian Succession, which I think is, uh, okay, no, no, no changes to Awakening. I know Maywa's everywhere want Guardian Awakening changed. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone everywhere wants Guardian <laughs> Awakening changed. Let's be real. The shit is actually insane. As long as Joe never fails is in my guild, I don't want him to touch a thing. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> 305 AP, baby. That thing claps. Wait, did he drop Black Rose? Yeah, he's in Aftershock. Oh, nice. Look at that, dude. We're breaking news here, live on the show. Um, Was that before or after the maps? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have him muted. Did he say something? <laughs> uh, they added a bunch of guild missions. There's bartering guild missions. There's new gathering guild missions. There's milk gathering guild missions. That's kind of good for mm. people that want to do that shit. Kind of mm. just makes doing those things added bonus. People get milk anyway, right? Don't people farm for milk? It's like pretty efficient now. I love milk. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, dude, my cat is literally just sitting here meowing and being annoying. I don't know why. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here that I'm missing? Feed it. He ate already. Um, no, I don't think so. Just quality of life shit. So, oh man, lawn is fucked though. <laughs> there were starting to become a lot of lawns though. It was slowly becoming super, super popular. Potentially oh, yeah, too flavor popular. of the month. I mean. Yeah, all those, back all those back sorts, to Guardian you go. <laughs> all those sorts re-rolling on, dude. Now they're going back home. You mean back to Maywa? Uh, for life skilling? 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah faster, faster gatherers, man. Oppression for, for gathering is great, honestly. It is. It really is. Unfortunately, um, on succession. All right. So uh, all we got left really is the YouTube comments. Uh, Tim, did you want to stick around for the comments? Totally up to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll interject some toxic shit every once in a while. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Perfect. All right, here we go. Let's sort. Hey, you this. got them, Frosty, or what's yeah. up? Yeah. Sort by newest, and here we go. Well, uh, Frosty found out Maywas can't read. Maywas cannot read, dude. <laughs> 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 oh my god, he's like, when he, yeah. That's why when Maywas say we have no mobility, it's like they actually haven't read Chase. Um, cry. <laughs> Cry says main problem with removing S block from Sork is that literally no one uses it. All right, that is a lie. A lot of Sorks use S block. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's that is. Nayashi, do Sorks you fight ever use S block? If they do, they're usually dead. <laughs> or they're out of stamina already. Carson's not. Well, I mean, S block against a Maywa because they just they just turn their mouse around and yeah, just like that. You just yeah, zip right behind. Yeah, there's situations. Yeah. I mean, they use it when yeah, they're out of stamina I, usually. I I, I specifically I I specifically target the the um, blocks, the frontal guards, all the frontal guard abilities. If it's active block or not, I target all of them when I'm fighting a Sork. So. Right. It's usually yeah. a sign they're out of stamina, which is kind of like a tell. Like, oh, this dude doesn't Either have that or like in between some valuable cooldowns. But yeah, definitely. Um, Kanichi Sai says, Yo fam, Steve, when? That's on Reslar, dude. Reslar's are Zerker. I mean, I tried to get I tried to get Steve in, but I think he's uh, a little busy. You guys um, don't get a lot or... of call from me in the comments, huh? <laughs> every, 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 po every podcast there's at least one um noble ninja says my questions for frosty or really anyone that knows sakuno do you think the class is balanced right now the class seems to have great movement but next to no protective damage making it extremely difficult to play in node war do you think it needs buffs or nerfs if so what would you change about it um i personally i think with the the current changes coming it's fine maybe just remove the distance that dance macabre goes um, yeah, you don't have protective damage, so you have to play differently, but I still think it works. It's probably rough in Siege. I think a lot of Kunos go Awakening for Siege, but it's alright. I think it's, it's, really? it's alright. Yeah, a lot of, like, Cho Kunos stay Awakening for Siege. Just that spin, like, when you have super high DP and that spin's actually healing you and doing damage. And it heals damage. you, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. That actually can be pretty impactful. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would. It's not just, like it doesn't do minimal damage either. It's actually pretty strong. So, I would change the max range of Dance Macabre down. And personally, I would lower the cooldown of Shadow Explosion, but that's more for PVE. Um, Small Dick Stole Your Girl said, "I think people should duel for spot." But that being said, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, if you're on a loot scroll, it's just a lose lose situation for if you win or lose. And if they're a Sork, rip Loot Scroll, about to have a 10-minute fight, and also, who are they to tell you pretty much destroy your Loot Scroll so they can grind when they're not even the one, I don't know, got mixed feelings about the whole thing? Well, you don't own a grind zone. Yes, you just do. Just because you're on it. Oh, yes, you do. I mean, well, they can flag. Also, that's the thing. I would think of it like that time you're spending dueling them to hold your spot and whatnot, that's that's built into the what you can expect from your Loot Scroll, unfortunately. It just is what it is. 
I, I do not. Karma I, bombs, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like the mentality that people feel that they're because they're there first, they own it, and then they get to keep it. I don't think uh, that's the mentality, though. I think the mentality is more you. I'm already on this spot. I don't have. You have some. I don't have in. I have something to lose. You do not have something to lose. So. Yes, they don't yeah. own the spot, but if the person wants the spot, they can flag up and attack you. But the whole, like, I'm going to sit here and do this, like... I mean, I, I actually don't mind dueling for spot, but my, my problem with the duel for spot is this. is like, someone comes up, duel for spot, you beat them. Three minutes later, duel for spot, you beat them. Three minutes later, duel for spot. All right, now... now I've never had someone come up and do that. Do go grind Star's End. <laughs> I do. You know but I do. Star's End is like... If you're on non-Arsh Stars and you get a duel for spot every five to ten minutes. Also, right oh, you mean oh, you mean other people? I thought you're saying like yeah. another person. No, no, yeah, different um, people come up and ask. It, it's so thing. contested right now. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's happened on stream too. A few times where I'll I'll get a couple duel for spots in a row, but usually after a couple, usually people start backing off. Where you have the problem though is when I bring them to BA to actually duel for a cleaner duel environment. And then someone's fucking takes your spot while you guys are out dueling. <laughs> that shit's cancer. But yeah. then you're just like, all right, bitch, I literally just defended my spot. Y'all, you either have to ask for a duel or get the fuck out. And they're like, I was here. I've been here for four hours. Dude, okay, that's dude. the worst. <laughs> okay, dude. Do you so, do the... Uh, Go ahead. I have, a, I have a macro that says, it's okay, I'm a streamer. And then I just keep grinding. Yeah. <laughs> Do you do, uh, now actually, when you go to BA, do you do the, I always type, all right, uh, best of three, no E, no Z? Best of three. R? No, no, I just say best of three. You want to use whatever you want? No, nah, dude, fuck but that. All right, here's, that's why I go to BA. There's no there's no uh, V in that. There's no, 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 not no V, but like no no Z, no E, no absorption or all. Here's the problem, why I started doing I look at it this way. And nope, and nope, motherfucking, this fucking April Fool's event, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. I got one ogre ring, two tongue grads, and a crescent. They're all blues. Idiot. <laughs> well, um, no, the um, I look at it this way: like, I it's all it's all in the sense of kind of practicing open world PvP for me. So I, I kind of just enjoy the challenge. Um, but yeah, I get I get the incentive of not having E buff and Z buff because well, it's like, okay, dude, you know, like you're you're obviously powering up so that you can force a win through. But well, if um, you're gonna practice the open world thing, then you don't go to BA. Right, you fight amongst. Well, the, the only reason, the only reason why I would do that, I don't want to lose a fucking three hundred mil Dude. crystal just for a duel for spot. Uh -huh. No, see, I, my yeah, thing is, I it's fight open a world. It's open world. It's just it's what it is. I fight a zerker first fight altered, second fight Q buff, and I'm like, well, all right. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty lame. But I haven't actually ran into that kind of problem before. But if, but you know, with my classes, maybe a little bit easier to defend against that because if someone like a Zerker Q buffs on me, I'll just outrange them for thirty seconds, wait, and come back. What about a Tamer alt when you go in for like Stigma? You know, Tamers, I just arrow them. And if they alt, you... what, are they, what are they gonna do? Eventually, eventually they will be open, and I will catch them. <laughs> I know because your class busted, dude. All right, Dancing Sword says down smashes <laughs> are a broken concept. Why does every ranger down smash me an infinite amount of times? Preach, <laughs> Tim. You have um, strong feelings on this. Didn't yeah, they just fucking change cap, rangers cap, too? Just it, it's 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 Q buff. It's everything. Cap the goddamn down smash. Yeah. Stop the oppression. 
Yeah. I don't mind down smash like by in and of itself, but yeah, I don't like that you can be down smashed unlimited times. It should just be a one time thing. Like if you get down smashed, then you can't be down smashed again for ten seconds. Or something. I would love simple. to have a conversation with anybody who doesn't play Ranger or Zerker about down smashes because they are too close to the trees to see the forest and I don't know. No, I actually on, I actually know. agree. I don't well, care. My other thing too, just to <laughs> segue into this. That's how I feel about all grab classes too. I, yeah. I I wish resistances. <laughs> I, I don't mind resistances again by themselves, but if I land a CC, if someone is CC'd, the resist should go out the window until they are not CC'd anymore. If you're stiffened, stunned, grabbed, on the ground, knocked down, bound, you, the next refloat should not be resistible. That's just my personal feeling. That's that. Mm -mm. Nope, you're wrong on that one, brother. No, you're a witch on that one, brother. Okay, you're too because close to the forest to see linear. the leaves. <laughs> no, it's then then the combat's too linear. When you know that float is 100% going to go through, there you just turn your brain off, right? That's boomer BDO to the a millionth degree. Well, if your float's off cooldown or if your combo if you execute it right. I mean, it's hard. It's I don't know. Dying to someone because hard. of RNG is is so stupid to me, especially if they already got CC'd. Yeah, if you want a prime example of that fucking horse shit, you can just play on trial characters. It's fucking AIDS, dude. It doesn't matter how perfect you play. All it takes is one moment where your CC fails when you expect it to just go through, and then game over. Just reset, man. Well, oh. sometimes you're in the middle of a combo, and you just get caught out because the time you do the CC is kind of tight on the timing. And it's just also, the way it is with the Yeah, some classes is really hard to, to just... Like, if a witch commits to a refloat, like, their attack speed is a lot slower. They're not going to be able to just react to it. Especially if you caught them with, like, a teleport voltaic, and then you go to refloat. The bound is super short. Your teleport's now on cooldown. You're fucked if they don't get refloated. They just get up and grab you, most likely. I don't know. Just position Unless you're I, I would never put myself in a position trying to refloat somebody off of a bound where... They could get up and terrorize me, and I don't have a problem with that. I think it, I think it makes the class hard, right? You know, bounds don't last very long. That's fine. Um, we don't have a ton of CCs in our kit. On top of that, unless we pull our staff out and get crazy, but it's always a risk versus reward, and I think that's what makes that's what I enjoy most. I used to do a ton of one v ones back in the striker days, just constantly, and I loved it. I loved the fact that the fights weren't linear. You know, the catch and the kill, there was always a chance that something was going to get resist resisted. What I don't like is warriors uh, grap ignore grapple resist passive. I think oh, that's God. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Them and Zerkers, you know? The yeah, I was about to say Sweats and Zerker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your Striker yep. Awakening grab had it too, all right, Tim? Oh, I, I never use that. Idiots use that. Uh, Pandemic Comanche <laughs> says, Afuaru, I am very upset about this. Not mainly because some people got some more billions more. The main problem I have is it is very clearly a mechanic designed for newer players to get into the game and specifically to get them into guilds, which in the end helps out guilds and yet more people on guild events, node wars, or just in the guild that can enjoy the time and game together. That has to be very clearly to... Uh, to whoever, I'm reading exactly as he typed it. He said, that has to be very clearly to everyone and to go and fuck that up uh, just because you made some more billions is so beyond selfish selfishness that I really hope it gets punished for that one reason alone. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to this is why we can't do nice things. Like, they make this really dope event for new players and to try and get people to join the game. And I think, Tim, you were complaining about this as well, is like, 
this game is constantly like losing people. I mean, every game does. People quit all the time, and you need to bring new blood in. And so events like this are really good at bringing in new players that you know wouldn't check out the game otherwise. When you make the game free, and then you give them a bunch of rewards and shit. And so it's annoying whenever they do these types of events to bring in new players, and then the veterans are fucking themselves and each other just to get some extra cash because they're they're so selfish, basically. And here's the other thing too that Joe and I were talking about this the other night, Lucurus with the boys, um, is that you know, Cacao shelled out a ton of money to have streamers highlight this game recently, and it 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 worked. It really worked. And so right off the yeah. heels of this massive investment, you know, we're seeing a ton of new players come into chats of streamers all over the place. Even we're all talking about this drama, right? Joe's Joe's like breaking down right at the end of a stream. And then there's somebody going, hey, I've got 198 P. Uh, where should I grind? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so like, can, you, it, can you hold on to that, please? Yeah. And just answer my question. <laughs> and I'm, I'm even getting more of it, too, between my streaming and, and excessive drinking. Uh, so <laughs> we're screaming in excessive <laughs> drinking. So the the fact that, you know, on the heels of all of that, and that huge monetary investment, uh, and then on the other side of it, you know, is this enormous exploit that really takes a wind out of the sails. There's so many people going, well, I'm so disappointed with the siege scene. It's hurting the siege scene, whether they ban them or not, they're important or not, the politics of it. It's hurting how this game looks. Um and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I, I think that's one of the biggest reasons that Kakao really wants to bite down and put some punishment on this is, I mean, they just wasted a ton of money because this happened. Yeah. Um, Caliber says, would permaban the GMs of guilds involved with large-scale chess farm, asset removal, negative balance, and a four-week suspension for anyone else? Nah. Um... West Jafin's. I mean, it would yeah. be it would be the ultimate punishment during uh this whole pandemic situation going on. Two to four. Yeah, just have do an indefinite ban where the when Corona's all cleared up and people can go back to work, they can play the game again. Um, Imagine having to play a league that long. Oh my god. Right. Oh my god. Uh, I, I I heavily disagree with one perma banning people and two it being GMs for multiple reasons which we've already discussed a lot but yeah just that seems hella overkill even for the most egregious offenders in all honesty also like the gms thing is weird man gms don't control everything that their guild does you have officers that do things as well so yeah. i don't know it's weird to me yeah uh, we're innocent leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> West J. Finn says, there isn't any worthy benefit to making free tries a permanent feature. This uh, Last week I asked if they should just leave those boxes. It says, it is used as, as a tool to bring back and hold on to players and other catch-up mechanics like free enhancing materials, fail stacks, promote engagement from the players as well as them learning the systems instead of just learning how to right-click an icon on the vendor. That's a, that's a valid point. It's not too bad. They'd still have to do that with accessories, though. Yeah. Um, Peepu Papa Poopu says, "How KR balances game 101. <laughs> One, something's oh broken. Two, someone posts PvP video using the said mechanic. Three, forum goes crazy, specifically Black Desert uh, Inven. Four, PA nerfs the shit out of the class for profit. Five, rinse and repeat. Here's another thing about Koreans. Uh oh, here we go. Oh, uh -oh. now we're getting into the weeds. 
Each class has their own Kakao chat group, similar to WhatsApp, with most of the PVPers and content creators. They try so hard to control the information that is released. Rangers and DKs are notorious for this, for example. Koreans had no clue uh, how to use the descending current bug until I posted a video of the bug and explained how to do it. All the rangers that came out and said it was fake and gay and tried to discredit the whole thing. Anyway, oh good news is that fake at least, and gay. Yeah. Anyway, good news is that at least now they're starting to cry about how Sork iframes are busted in the forums after the recent PvP tournament. They still seem to think Sork awake damage is too weak, though. Cheers, mates. Keep up the good content. This guy's the Alex Jones of your comments right now. He's <laughs> damn comments are making the frogs gay. <laughs> Dude, Pippa Papa Poopoo, you should link the uh, video that you made about the Ranger uh, descending current bug. I, I remember that video. I, like I didn't know it was you. Um, and yeah, call out the <laughs> fucking Rangers, dude. Ranger Papa, I hate big Ranger Papa Canada, you know? Uh, <laughs> big... yeah, please, please come into my stream at any point and just say anything that's on your mind. I think you'd really fit in. If I, if I could throw out a shout out to Pippa Papa Poopoo. I really want to talk to you a lot, personally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nenny Caldwell says, if they don't punish these exploiters, then I'm 100% exploiting everything I come across. Don't just take the oh, items yeah, away. That's like saying nothing happened here. Punish them. In all caps, with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9-ish exclamation points. Um, that's impressive. Or maybe that's just him saying barcode. Punish them barcodes. I don't know. The Spoon Elite says... Uh, <laughs> Personally, Wait, I, let's go back to that comment for one second. Uh, that, that kid definitely got spanked real hard growing up. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the Spoon Elite says, personally, I don't think they should be penalizing people for having made new accounts for Afaru uh, maps. I agree it's kind of scummy and annoying if a Siege Guild has ordered all its members to make alts and then power leveled them up so they can pump billions of silver into, the member, into their member, but I really think it's on PA, not the individual. Let me explain with an analogy. And then... This analogy is super long, so I'm going to skip to his TLDR. His TLDR says, uh, from the events page and the terms of use, I can't see why people deserve to be punished for using the mechanic this way. At most, the silver should be removed from the market, and ideally PA put their hands up and admit they fucked up. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, so, but two things can be true at once. First of all, PA slash cacao are fucking idiots for not seeing this as a possibility. And also, the people who exploited it should be punished. Like These two things are not mutually exclusive from each other. If you abuse a mechanic, right. whether it was the company's fault or not, which I don't know in what world a, a, a mechanic being abusable isn't the company's fault. It's always the company's fault for allowing it to be abused in the first place. But just because it, it, it was the company's fault doesn't mean that the players shouldn't get punished for not abusing it. Yeah, it's just it's weird. I mean, that's get, a weird that's a weird take. I think personally, me, I'll give an analogy. If I open up a business and I'm selling smartphones, and I make the mistake that I don't put security cameras, I don't put the little beeper at the door, I don't have locks on where all my merchandise is. Someone comes in and steals it. Yeah, I fucked up because I didn't have security, but that doesn't mean what they did is not wrong. Coming in and stealing my shit. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. For the record, for a while now, Cacao has always put at the bottom of their like event patch notes: a if you do any weird shit to yeah. like like benefit yourself in any weird way using this event, we reserve the right to like ban you, basically. 
So, right. and I, I do want to call out a move specifically because he made that really edgy video of him trying to show emotions about this. And I, I understand he's probably gotten some like racial hatred and stuff, and I'm not condoning that in any way, shape, or form. But the only he, he didn't number one, he didn't even apologize in that video he made. And number two, um, you're only sorry because you got caught, right? That's that's the only reason you're sorry. So <laughs> I mean, we got we got close to there on with that comment. And I just really wanted to drive home that a lot of people are only sorry. Like, I don't want the people who walked, if there was anybody who walked up and went, this is fucked and left. They shouldn't get banned. Even if they did a couple, it took them five minutes to come to that realization. But, you know, these kids that are sorry because they got caught, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's something I noticed with a, a lot. There's been a lot of apologies. And a- anytime the apology is is comboed with things like, but the sea monster stuff was worse. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or like I, I had no choice but to do it because it was so good. It would be silly for me not to like, like that sort of stuff is just, I don't know. It just makes the whole apology feel disingenuous, and you might as well just not even do it. You know, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. But like, but if it you're is going just to like apologize. No one should be getting attacked. Like that's the thing. Like personal attacks are just, even if you don't like them or hate that they did it. Like personal attacks are just fucking. They just don't belong in the game. Yeah. But yeah, the apologies are just. Yeah, kind of half-assed. The ones I've seen so far. Yeah, unfortunately. But that but is like that as is Tim stated. Nature. That's it's not real. It's not really an apology. It's I got caught. But that is human nature, right? Is like you you want to apologize, but at the same time you want to defend yourself. Like right. you just naturally want to defend yourself for sure. It, explain, right? You want to be like, ah, oh, but listen, like let me explain though. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, fired up wing says Etsu is not a DK main. Etsu is a trader main for sure. Uh, DG six Oh nine says on the chest event, we had 18 new members join our T one guild. Are we at risk for running those chests with real members? Yeah. Your GM should be permanently banned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not. Honestly, I, I doubt anyone that did a standard amount of chests are going to have anything happen to them. What's the standard amount, Frosty? Give me a number. His guild. <laughs> that that guild is the standard amount. <laughs> there, there is no. I'm sorry, but there's no new. There's no guild that had new players come in that did 300 chests. <laughs> you can't convince me that they did. Um, Okacha feel, says, "Feel smudge, man." I chose a white logo for white background because I'm eight head. Apparently, Keck W. He's the guy that I said. His icon looks looks like like a smudge smudge on my monitor. I was like, wait, what is this on my monitor? I'm going to wipe this off. Uh, Jimmy Lang says, got banned, but he said, ooh, woo, totally worth it. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is that from? What's he referring to? I forget. Who got banned? I just like that. His name is Jimmy, and he said, ooh, woo. (laughs) Jimmy Lang got banned, but he said, ooh, woo, totally worth it. Um, (laughs) Nova says... On the topic of the exploit- oh, I know what that's from. I, hmm. That's because remember I was saying that I was going to ban everyone who would type "ooh woo" in my oh. goddamn comments. <laughs> yeah, got banned, but it's oh, gotcha, gotcha. He got you to say "ooh woo." 
on the topic of the exploit, Nova says, on the topic of the exploit, I hope they do the same that KR did with the same event when it was on KR servers, but the people who used it at least three times that 30-day van, giving them out the names, people who use the exploit, that'll never happen. They won't give the names here. Um, this is what happened in KR. To be honest, my opinion from hearing all the voice recordings and them bragging, they should all get perma-banned. And the same thing for that Joe Never Fails guy who is a partner. He should lose his partnership and be banned of the game oh. on Twitch since cheating and exploiting is against Twitch terms of service. so wait real quick i want to comment on the part that so you notice how he said three times debt plus 30 day ban and giving out the names of the people who use the exploit and then he said from hearing the voice recordings and them bragging they should all get perma ban like that's what i meant really like that because obviously getting perma ban because you were bragging about it doesn't make any actual sense but that made people so much more mad like the way they were talking in that audio yeah it's just like it went from like, dude, this is bad. Like these people are getting money to like, dude, fuck these guys. Do you hear this shit? You know, like just the arrogance is is rough. Um, Joe never fails. The thing with him, you, they have to. He has to have participated, I, even though he didn't participate in that one. Maybe he did in a previous one. No one really knows. Who who knows? But if he didn't, then he shouldn't be banned. And I don't know with Twitch TOS if you encourage something like that if that's against the rules or not but who, who knows so um while this would have been going on the only time he played bdo because his stuff was in transit for about a week during his move the only time he played bdo is sitting directly next to me and he did not i mean he just like life skilled like turned in his guru boxes and then we rbf together that was the only thing he did so i can tell you for sure he did not do any maps whatsoever because he was literally with me the entire time that he could have video um, also or you're lying can yeah selfies. right so selfies are yeah. best be a weird <laughs> thing to go in on right but anyway um this uh bdo this idea of bdo partnership right and having it taken away from you anytime anybody says that i just get like this broiling laugh inside of me on how how outrageous that is and then only people who have no idea what the partnership program is or its value would would say something like that. And so it's just the idea of his partnership being taken away or something like that is is just it's the funniest thing that I read in his chat often. All right, let me ask you a question separate. Let's take Joe out of it. Let's say person A is caught exploiting or cheating um, mm -hmm. in any way. Let's just say it's really clearly defined um, like I don't know. Should their should their partnership be taken away? Like, yeah, if they're banned, right? If they right. if they get a, if they catch a ban, uh, their their partnership and should be at least reviewed, right? I had a ban on my account um, before I started streaming, and it was brought up to me. They're like, "Hey, we need to make sure that you don't do that thing again." And I was like, "Yeah, definitely, right. know, no worries." And they're like, "Also, please don't name your uh, your characters come dumpster sixty nine or something." I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> they actually, Emory actually. Oh my me. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's fantastic. But when it comes to, you know, exploiting and, and you do need to, there needs to be a, a certain standard of conduct, right? And that probably is in there. But as far as the value of the program and stuff is, is, you know, going, you should lose your partnership. You know, kind of the first reaction is like, oh, sure, whatever, <laughs> you know? Um, Underscore says, yo, Nayashi snapped. Holy shit, yikes, Lamau. Wait, what? A snap? I think he's referring to when after you saw the videos and you came back in. 
Yeah, after oh, you watched all yeah, the videos. Yeah. And you were well, like, yeah, I mean, came back, you were you like, seen... fuck it, ban them all. Ban them all. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was just like, no, after seeing that, uh, my yeah. opinion completely changed. I kind of had a more softcore approach to dealing with the problem. But then after seeing that, I was just like, no, no, yeah. this is this was too too like obvious that this was intended to abuse the living fuck out of it. Yeah, it was orchestrated. It was organized. There's there's no way around it. Right. Um, way, just no way. Papega Papega says the way I see it with those Afaru maps is <laughs> one they clearly exploited. An event violated TOS. Two, they exploited it to the nth degree. Three, they flooded the market, which affects everyone, with valuable items, drove the prices up, not down. It's confirmed they're getting these um, those items removed and forced massive negative warehouse balance. The idea that it's an exploit is just like what the fuck, or that it's that it isn't an exploit is like what the fuck. You're not meant to be able to do that many of them. They say it in every GD patch notes event announcing about exploiting events. It's that person being salty. They were stupid enough to think they'd get away with it. Yeah, that so, that is kind of the thing is with the patch notes. It does always say like any improper blah 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 use. It's always there yeah. on events, you know. So so to me, I played EverQuest one, and there was this place uh, right off the mark the bazaar. Where you could get a level one character, you could stand in this one spot and you could farm these level 20 mobs and just use like the lowest skill possible, you know, and just grind them down. And you were invincible standing in this one specific spot. Mm-hmm. That is an exploit. Mm-hmm. This, what happened here, was an abuse. And that's, I, you know, I don't want to go too much in on the language, but there seems to be some sort of debate uh, about that. I disagree totally the exploit by it is by definition exploit i mean you're exploiting is just a a describing what you're doing with the event you're exploiting it to make gains like it it is by definition an exploit like i i think people just take the word exploit and you think it's harsher than it is but it's like i don't know i mean it is an exploit why why even say it's an abuse not an exploit like what what's the benefit of that i think exploits are more egregious right so like when we all heard this we had to like Nayashi was saying you know it's like mm, you know this doesn't sound like something we should really allow to have happen you know but it's not like standing in a corner being completely invulnerable and grinding you know like uh if that if you could do that in um ash forest or something right to me that's an that's an exploit you're exploiting the game something that's not supposed to happen something that's not supposed to be there these are things that are supposed to be here and are kind of supposed to happen. And so I think it's an important, I think exploiting is kin to cheating. And I think abuse is just being opportunistic. Uh, I mean, the actual definition of the word is to make use of and derive benefit from, which is exactly what happened. Right. In common language, I, I agree with that, right? If you're right. exploiting something, you're exploiting something. I, I get that, but I, I think in video games it has a different connotation. So I just I think it's Maybe. important to point out. It's my opinion, and I like to say right. my opinion often. I wonder I think too part of it is some people do confuse exploit with hacking as well, which maybe that's part of the issue here. Because it's not no one hacked, right? No one's speed hacked or history hacked or anything like that. It's like that was well, we don't know ac- that now, do yeah. we? Yeah, I guess I guess we don't know for sure. That was one of the accusations that they were speed hacking to get their characters leveled up or whatever. But 
I don't know. Um, Conan says, what was that left to play Final Fantasy thing about? Uh, oh, you're talking about your comment where you have a yeah. lot of friends that would go to play Final Fantasy and then come back to the game. Every time someone quits this game, now that Arcade died, they are playing Final Fantasy 14 for a couple weeks before they come back to BDO. Super weird. Uh, Icarian Justicar says, thank you for the backup on that issue. It's extremely annoying trying to explain accuracy to people as an evasion witch. Also, only found out about you guys like a few months ago, but love every episode. Nice talk show vibes. And actually just real talk about BDO. I think he's thanking me. And you're welcome. <laughs> no, it's, it's me. Uh, Bunny says, opinion on exploiters. 100% should be full on banned. <laughs> I don't know why, but everyone knowing someone is making this much. And he, he posts a Discord link where there's you know, 42 Hooms, 44 Macalods, 272 Hearts, 158 Sharps, bunch of Ogres, bunch of Boss Boxes, yada yada. 1,100 Memory Fragments, a Sharp Alex. It looks so bad when you see the loot here. Wait, let me put this for you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Oh my god, dude. This one is bad. This one isn't even showing the fail stacks either. Oops. Uh, Jesus. That. Yeah, that one's not even showing the fail stacks because you get a That's lot of problem. 15, 25 the people stacks. don't even fucking think about that fact. All the fail stacks they get too. Um, Only 194 so pearls. <laughs> I know, right? This person's Dude. not even a big spender. Uh, from running Damn. these maps, while I work on my gear and grind is just too much. And if you look at the event page on the website, it literally says, and I quote, any exploit or abnormal ways of entering in-game events may result in the restriction of your account. At the bottom of the event page, here's the link to the page. And he links it as well. Um, yeah, I don't know why everyone says, like, no one said you can't abuse this. That is, like, someone's defense. That's the worst defense. You know, I, I, if I had to make a defense for the exploiters, my defense would probably be something like the hedgehogs, where people use the hedgehog, like, buy an account and gift it to themselves kind of thing. Or whatever. Like, how come that's not being... Like, if I had to make an analogy, if I wanted to play Devil's Advocate, I just... The whole, like, it's just this, I don't... How could this possibly be wrong is, like, the worst defense. <laughs> it's yeah, just well, it's like... Uh, si Silent Chad mentioned this, too. It's like, it's not that awful when you look at the duration and the amount of money people made in uh, Sea Monster Hunting. That's not the point, though. You know, it's not about something else it's yeah we're talking about this particular topic you know like so this so person says well that's that's yeah. usually just deflection right like that's yeah. usually just yeah i did something bad but look at these guys over here they did something bad what yeah. the heck um this person also says so um random question parentheses don't know if this has happened to a class before but what if Cacao PA reworked a class fully like brand new skills new play style etc etc i don't know just thought came to mind while you guys were talking about um, changes to skills and updates to classes. Anyways, hope you guys are doing all right. Being safe. Thank you for the podcast, Rez. I'm still not banned. Shrugs heart. He probably I think safe. that would be Legends. terrible. Two, like, it's to look at uh, Succession. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Succession kind of did that. The thing is, is if you, like, if you actually completely reworked an entire class, like, as unpopular as the most unpopular classes are, there are still a lot of people who enjoy it, and they You're would be back. very, very upset. I mean, look at Nayashi. 
Like you think Maywall's un- <laughs> you think Maywall's unpopular. It's like, yeah, it is. Not a lot of people play it. And if they do, it's usually life skills. But you'd make Nayashi sad if you completely reworked it, you know? He'd be a little he'd be a little pissed off. Yeah, now he might be easier might, class, he'd be better at the game though. He might eventually <laughs> get over it, right? Especially if like what you gave him was better than before, but he'd probably still be like, Yeah, dude, you changed my shit. I like that shit. That was my shit, you know? All right. Yeah. I mean, imagine if they made Maywell more like Mystic, an actual bad class. Um, <laughs> Nahul Salma says, just for clarification, at least for Rangers, split damage is not being removed from any skill. That was just a translation error. They're only adding tooltips. Nothing else was changed in regards to projectile split damage and functionality according to Ranger Discord and tests. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that for one second. I think maybe it wasn't removed from important skills because there weren't any on some skills and people thought it was on everything. But I, I do think it was changed on some abilities, maybe skills that just people don't really care about. I, I don't think the... Because the patch note has been removed and they were so specific with Ranger, removed split damage from um, their pre-awakened skill tree and then added a tooltip for the ones that still have it. Like... It just seems like an unnecessary note because by that same statement, they didn't remove split damage from Musa, Mewa, Ninja, Kuno. They just added tooltips, which I don't believe is the case. Um, yeah, but probably not as much on Ranger. Maybe there's stuff. I don't know. It's a range class. So maybe it still needs it. Who knows? Murder, Murder Khan says save for V accessories. Ah, yeah. I caved. <laughs> I have full try Tungrad accessories. Or at Tat, Tat Tungrad accessories. I'm just gonna. I can hit the 289 bracket once I get Caprice in my main hand, and then, uh, then I'm gonna save for a pen. So, yeah. Hold uh, on, I wanna. I wanna interject something real quick. There's mm-hmm. someone in chat saying that. Uh, let me see this. So, uh, this person says that. Uh, I think it's hypocritical. Streamers did the sea monster hunting exploits. Uh, now acting like they've never done anything. And then somebody says, well, everyone complained about sea monster hunting. So it's like, you know, everybody complained about it just like everybody's complaining now. It says no one did, not dedicating full streams or podcasts pointing out exploiters. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a lot. There, Like, we did several episodes on this podcast about sea monster hunting and how it was, like, fucking busted and something needed to be done about it. Now... I don't know about full streams. You didn't have snake streamers like sailing out on their boats to go watch the people cheat and see monster hunting. If that's what you're asking, but that's not as like, it's not a one-to-one exactly. Right. You don't have like a specific time in a place that they knew, Oh, this is where all the exploiters are going to be. Like that was why they were able to do that. Yeah. There's a couple like big differences. One, first of all, it, it negatively affected the market so badly that people were quitting the game. People couldn't buy a Triogre for less than 8 billion silver because of the Sea Monster thing. And it got changed and removed, but it, it was just under the radar for so long. And it, it was like, it, it wasn't, it's just a different way. It's just different. It's not that people, I don't know if he's just calling out like the sea monster hunters themselves as hypocrites, and that's fine. I, I don't disagree. They are. If they're sitting there saying they should be banned for this and they weren't banned for that, whatever, fine. But 
I mean, for me, I, I, again, don't have any skin in the game. I'm not with Snake or Black Rose. And for me, I wish the Sea Monster Hunters were banned back in the day, or at least temp banned or punished for something, or some of the silver removed. So and it seems like just his like main I do complaint, now. It seems like his main complaint is the people that were swapping guilds to get payouts. But again, like these things were widely talked about in the community as like being an issue. Mm-hmm. And complained yeah, about, and were changed, and yeah, you're not I actually gonna, want to point you're out you're not you're not gonna have vert like streaming people leaving their guild and joining another one to get payouts. It's not gonna happen. It's difficult. Yeah, I uh, I, I started my streaming career started with doing one on one podcasts with uh, influential people in the in the community, uh, and one of them was the GM of Ascendance, Fresh, and his uh, his big gripe that he exposed was uh, dead serious uh, abusing sea monster hunting. And so you want to say that nobody exposed this and, and streamers take advantage of exploits all the time. I never took a CTG to get my crates in. Uh, I never uh, exploited sea monster hunting, never did feather wolves, never did anything anywhere near that. And to dig in on the point that he brought up, I also did have a podcast where we went super far in on dead serious exploiting uh, sea monster hunting to the point where they found out my real name and posted it in world chat and all this crazy. Sh- I was stream sniped for months, all that stuff. So um, maybe pay attention before you just lump everything. Yeah, like in there, if you buddy. actually think nobody was talking about how busted sea monster hunting was and the swapping guilds for paths and stuff, you just weren't paying attention, my guy. Like it was, yep. it was everywhere. It was on Reddit. Every single patch, sea monster hunter nurse win. Like li- literally, people were complaining about it so much, and it was hard to pinpoint who was doing it because people weren't like openly i mean even think about like the way we're getting these discord screenshots of everyone's loot right from this chest event was the same thing remember payouts were like how is this fair and people were leaking like payout uh screenshots yeah that it was like billions of yeah it was super widely spread out and people did complain and people probably should have been banned it didn't happen and that fucking sucks but that doesn't change what's going on now yeah and you can't go back and retroactively ban those people either yeah. Like you can't be like, oh, by the way, now we're gonna go back in time and every exploit, every cheat, every abuse, whatever you want to call it, that and has ever been done that. in this game, we're gonna ban people for it. <laughs> just read that. Nope, nobody wants that, right? We just wanted to get better moving. Yeah. Um this guy says Murderkind's second comment was uh, also the duel for spot thing. At Star's End, almost every time after the duel, there's just a whole new person there. Spend an hour looking for a good open rotation, find one, duel for spot, win lose, then someone running maps is in your spot. Vesper <laughs> 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 uh, BR says, Thanks for the Spotify link. I'm sharing with my friends on consoles. We listen to it while grinding. Awesome, man. Thank you. Um the Musassin says 286 Moose, AP Musa, Tet Blackstar with Nuver. I noticed now I shred through Star's End. Uh, that split damage removal definitely helped PvE, and also PvP is good as well. Was in RBF yesterday, and I was shredding like Master Shredder. I like that enthusiasm, dude. Master Shredder. Mm-hmm. Damn. Is that the Musassin actually being positive in this comment section for <laughs> Yeah. And- Holy shit. I don't think he knows uh, how Shredder's, like Shredder's ultimate fate. He's defeated, man. Um, Nfrax BDO EU <laughs> Seraphic says, enjoyed the episode a lot. Without a guest, it's sometimes even better because the free chat between you guys is just amazing to listen to, though I missed my weekly dose of hearing how fucked up Maywa is. Much love. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't actually really get any of that today, too, now that I think about it. Yeah. He's out of things to talk about. Uh, Luciano Iwanaga says Valk buff win. Um, I think we're Never. getting I think we're getting a buff on NA this week, right? From two weeks ago, that was on the like my minor things. Yeah, it's called succession. Succession <laughs> is is pretty decent. Probably needs. Yeah, some I don't buffs I don't too, know but... why I don't see more Valks on succession. As yeah. Matter of fact, well, I don't know why I don't see more Valks, but I guess that's another Dude. problem. I want to play Valk Succession. I just don't want to grant. I always thought they had the best costumes. I, I would expect our peers on here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talos Acceptum says, Hearing the name Lefty Lucy makes me feel nostalgic. I played ESO when Lefty played it too, and I watched him stream BDO at that time. Around that time, Nash, he talks about being permared and thought the game looked amazing. I used to watch Lefty's PvP montages on YouTube with Nayashi all the time. I lived for that. I don't have a PC, so I could never play it, but there's the reason I've always wanted to. I played the Xbox beta, pre-ordered the deluxe edition, never looked back. Thanks, Lefty. Yeah, and Lefty was carrying that. I, I will I will pass on your uh, your sentiments to Lefty. I'm sure he will appreciate them. Um, Stu says, Zerk being good for 1%, PA, this is OP, nerf 50% more. <laughs> yep. Standard. Uh, Patrick Gregorius says, I just discovered your channel. I've been enjoying it a lot. Thank you. Uh, West J. Finn says, Reckless Blow for Warrior has always been a throwaway skill since how quick uh, we can put in a combo but not rely on its damage when it's supposed to be a big hitter. With the Evasion meta, it's, it's super easy to just miss 100% of Reckless Blow damage with its X2 hits. Dr uh, dropping the per hit damage and giving it more hits is going to be better um, than if they just gave us accuracy on it for sure. And then someone says, I like this change, waiting for it on console. They got the previous warrior buff. Dude, I still can't get over that they have Dregan and they don't have Kafra Stones. That's so fucking weird. That's weird. Uh, so I went, my uh, Xbox Guild actually celebrated uh, one year, and hey, Shaky, it's called after. Um, <laughs> and I went back and they all did pen attempts and stuff like that. And uh, they're just as flabbergasted. They can't believe it either. Also, a lot of those guys have the same or more gear than me without Kafra's. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. And the beta went swipe. strong on Xbox? It's They swipe so hard, dude. Jesus. They grind even harder, though, man. Like, it's not just swiping. It's both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Johnson says, Lon's damage issue is the same as Sork's. It's because of AP scaling issues. It wasn't too OP until it got into the hands of higher AP players. Remember the Sork 30-40% to 40 nerf on skills recently? Same issues. When devs test, it's balanced, but PA never tests with true endgame gear that's out there in the wild, hence the constant walkbacks. Played in KR for a while, and it's fairly obvious Sork is bottom tier over there because her average damage is lower than most classes. She's a scratch and dash class that needs to chip and dip, <laughs> not DPS, as she's always labeled in, in NA. I really she, love that, uh, that explanation. Yeah, me too. Scratch uh, and dash, chip and dip. Uh-huh. Uh, appears... In N or she appears to be S tier in NA because of a gear gap and lack of AP scaling. In KR, where average gear score is higher, she's bottom tier. No one ever mentions how many sorks they smear while they casually grind over the weekend. It's just that one 600 gear score sork that's been main since launch. They crossed in RBF. Seeing videos that give the class OP illusion. And again, in a, uh, a situation not encountered in KR because they realize that... At that level of gear score, there's far more effective classes, hence the Sork buffs where Kara's meta is given priority. It sounds so, like Marines are shit at Sork. 
Yeah. Can I can I jump in on this one? Yeah. This... Wait, real quick. I just want to point out the example. You were actually. I remember I was streaming in Discord and actually when you hopped in the other day. Yeah. I have. I I don't know what average gear score people assume they have in KR, but I have 360 DP, and I've been told for the last five months that evasion is busted. Once you get over 700 evasion, you're unkillable. Yada yada yada. That Sork was killing me in two skills. Yeah, I, I don't know how much more evasion or DR they have, and that's on like Kuno where we get the smokescreen evasion buff that is also supposed to be overly OP. So like, I don't know why people think Sorks don't do damage in KR. It's not. I just don't. It's not true. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> they don't. I typically don't really like to use KR players as a reference to how certain classes are because. They just have a different way of playing than we do. Um, I mean, they also to are put like, it nicely. Being, they also are being misrepresented. I, I do think there are really good KR players, and I think the complainers are the complainers. Yeah. So a lot of the time, the people that are giving feedback on it are like, "Well, out here, we're not doing that well." And it's like, "Well, well where is that opinion being derived from?" Because like I, I watched the Show Me the Control uh, tournament where it was six thirty to six fifty gear score. Uh, yeah, it was only Sorks, literally Sorks. That's it. It was in the in the round of eight. It was four sorks, two warriors, a ninja, and a, a, a what's it called berserker. For some reason, he got in. I don't know what happened. What they oh, what he, someone will probably try to comment and say is like, oh, well, that's just because they're CCs, catches, and whatnot, not their damage. Just, yeah, no. I mean, they were doing sork, the same damage. Overall, they're, they're 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 the biggest problem with sork. As a whole, whether it be, I think it's more awakening. I guess not really succession. Succession is okay, and it has some openings that make it a little bit easier to play against, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, awakening, though, um, it, the pokes just do a massive amount of damage while also ceasing. Yeah, they take risks, which is you know fair and balanced in that respect. But um, it's just constant. They can keep it going, 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 like. And the the fact that they take no chip damage, they don't take other things like um, debuffs because of their iframes. Like it's it's hard to land debuffs on class like that. Um, and so and those things these... they they start playing a major role in how it dictates a fight. You know, a lot of these comments really it's easy to derive, and some other podcasts have done things like this where I'm really uninterested in somebody's opinion on their class if they've only played that class, right? If they go, my class sucks. Well, what class have you, what other class have you played? None. Shut up. (laughs) You have no perception whatsoever. So by Tim's estimation. But I mean, Frosty's played many classes. He's been dog shit at all of them. (laughs) And then then Sork's kick. Sork's kick is is crazy. By Tim's estimation, I am the most qualified to talk about balance here as I've played the most classes. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, excuse me, how many classes? Hold on, I have a Reddit post that states otherwise. Uh, they're sh- frosty. <laughs> I know, I'm just... <laughs> how many classes have you leveled to 60? Because I'm pretty sure I'm past you at this point. Uh, I think only nine. I think I only have nine. How many do you have now? I have... Let's see, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, I'm on nine right now. God damn it. Right. Well, oh, wow, so you... St- you- yeah. You leech trees really often, so you want to talk about class balance? Yeah, he knows class balance because he's at Polly's. <laughs> he's in the brunt of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a rough time over right there. Back. You know how much fucking PV... God damn it, this fucking reconnect I, shit. I don't think By that... the way... Yeah. I was just going to say, Frosty, my, my favorite comment in this whole uh, 
the live stream is uh the two skills you got one hit by are obviously chip and then dip. <laughs> it's true. Chip and dip. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, and then he got away because he scratched and dashed <laughs> right out. Damn. I uh Damn. I don't think that someone that plays uh one class, their opinion is completely invalid, but there's an element of Everyone thinks that their class is the only class that has gaps and openings. And right, even, yeah. even on a Sork, like as much as everyone hates it, those gaps and openings and they get caught because of desync and they shit. They do it exist. Happens, it happens to them too. And it, it happens to everyone. Like, I don't know. It, it's It just didn't happen to Lon. And that's why this following comment... <laughs> it just didn't happen to Lon. Uh, he says, LOL, LOL, as suspect... He commented on his own comment... Uh, five days later and he says lol as suspected lawn succession has been seriously nerfed i'm telling you devs aren't testing with live gear so they keep having to circle back and not nerf but nuke classes into the ground i've moved from my 272 313 sork to akuno now saw the damage numbers in succession better believe i bailed on succession the second i saw the numbers and stuck with awakening here she got nerfed too called it immediately shit goes round and round because they don't test in a realistic environment give it five to six months lon will be buffed back up again after they ruin a few more classes and the player model shows they can make some instant cash off of a few thousand re-rolls agreed nail on the head dude yeah not wrong dude not wrong uh, Glyphware says, just take away the silver that those people made from the exploit. It's simple. Don't even ban them. Let them run with negative silver in their marketplace. We didn't have an exploit, or we didn't have people exploit this on EU, but it's retarded seeing some streamers justify it. Keck W, good podcast as always. EU didn't exploit it because they weren't smart enough to. Yeah, idiots. You're just jealous. <laughs> You're just Yikes. jealous, Glyphware. <laughs> Uh, Lord X says, at Frosty, I would save for a pen accessory. Once you get pen, then no need to upgrade the slot. In my opinion, silver, uh, spending silver to change tet accessory delays the inevitable <laughs> pen grind. You end up with a cheaper short-term gain and then extend the end game grind. Yep, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, it's all right. Not, I, not to jump off topic here, but uh, I was literally just bitching how I've used three loot scrolls in Cartuga. Haven't got one yellow. All these blue fucking April Fool uh, items is the only thing I've gotten. And then I literally the next pack, I got a ton of Gretary. Have you seen that witch video? I actually don't know if it's advanced loot scroll or not, but that witch that got um, 10.1k trash in Cartuga. What? Yeah. How? Dude, I don't even think that most people would get that with an advanced loot scroll, right? I don't know. They posted a one-hour video of their grind, and they got 10.1k trash on Succession Witch. The other thing is, uh, I Am Choice recently That's posted... A lot. Yeah, it's a lot, dude. I Am Choice recently posted uh, a video kind of proving that Kratuga is not AP-capped. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. Because I, I well, know a lot of people. It's AP caps, but you can you can beef it up by um, uh, using more PVE damage add-ons and other things that no, help boost it's, PVE related. No, it's, it's not straight AP up capped. not AP cap. Yeah, it has no AP cap whatsoever. He he sh shows really? a video test like side by side on, on Reddit. Yeah, here I'll I'll link it right now in the chat. We'll we'll watch the little video. I mean, that's the first I've heard of that, but yeah, it's just yeah. He just insane. did it. I want to say the video came out last night at like four a.m. Because you know, yeah, choice doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, He's got to make games, funny. dude. That's funny because I talked to Choice like maybe a month or so ago about Kartuga, and he said it was capped. So I guess maybe his opinion changed. That's not allowed. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. We need to ban him. No one's opinions ever change in this shit. This is such a cool Never video once. format, too. Here, I'm posting it in the Discord now, so you guys can all watch. Uh, all he did, I believe, is change his accessories. He said that he did it in a way to make sure there's no monster damage or any other changes. It was literally just AP and then a minimal amount of uh, accuracy based on the accessories. Well, that's a cool little test. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Kratuga mobs are just tanky as shit. That's why it probably feels capped. <laughs> They're actually like kind of tanky. I don't know. I know someone was like, no, that's that's the only reason those damage differences are there is because the accuracy. I'm like, you, you realize that's a six accuracy difference in like each of those things or like 12. Like if you're Would telling me nice 12 accuracy crit is going to make you know? me do three times the, uh, I think it is 100% crit skills. Wait, it? What, did, what did he change out though? Oh, no, it shows, like yeah, it shows AP. AP. Yeah, it's 254, okay. 269, and 305. Also, what the fuck? 305 AP, dude. That's, that's isn't with that Kudum. with Kudum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's with Kudum, isn't it? Oh my god, it is. Uh, that's what happens when you that's what happens when all your uh, your mapping exploits don't get caught on screen. <laughs> it's true. Choices are <laughs> genius. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure someone will disprove that later, and then I'll have uh, egg on my face. So, <laughs> Yumena Die says, uh, last and uwu. Nice. So, that is the podcast. Thank you guys so much for uh, watching, listening, following along. And, uh, Tim, if you could give a, a little bit of uh, where people can find your shit, YouTube, your Twitch, and all that. Don't fucking watch me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and since uh, Tim was kind enough to beg to be on the podcast, I don't mind. Getting... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind here in the next few days if I if you catch me streaming and you're about to hop off. If you want to host me, Tim, that's fine. This isn't a beg; it's just an ask. Um... <laughs> no, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun. Uh, I was no, very... anytime. I I I love doing this stuff. So thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I'm Tim Allen it. one through three seven on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Okay. Uh, anyone else want to add anything? Any last thoughts before no. we close? Appreciate out? appreciate Tim uh, jumping on, giving us yeah, one answer. last question uh, for uh, Nayashi. How do you play this game without seeing world chat? You're missing literally ninety percent of the content. Of this game. Y yeah, I know. I really, okay. I really I need to work on that. I enjoy world chat and server chat being up at all times for me when I play. Same. I, oh, I, I know people. It's chat. like toxic, but. It's kind of interesting in there sometimes makes me laugh um all right so yeah subscribe to the podcast follow the podcast um join the discord for the value pack um make sure you like us share us all that stuff get it out there um i'll probably have a reddit post for this on monday morning when it comes out uh, make sure you follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash so frosty make sure you follow nayashi which is twitch.tv slash so frosty and then <laughs> <laughs> I had a weird feeling that was coming. <laughs> no, it's twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then uh, Reslar, he'll be making more Zerker complaint videos in the future, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah.